In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Yes, Mr. Warhorse. Thank you, Mr. Warhorse. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the Wrestling Booking Unit slash Raw and Order uh, Fantasy Booking Institute visit from the FBI. We're the only wrestling podcast on the planet that's so fucked up about what day it is that we're just doing both of them at once because we don't know. Um, I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vince K. Faye. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, the other day I wasn't feeling very oozy, and so I apologize. But I'm I'm back. I'm gonna be a little more oozy tonight. I hope you are. I see you're wearing your Nebraska America's belly button yeah. shirt. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to be as oozy as possible. So yeah, be oozy. You do you know? Apparently, and I think it's Tongan. Oozy uh, is slang for female genital. Um, so that's fortunately probably. in Samoan it means brother. So. No, Uso means brother. You yes. see that this is why they were breaking up is when he said he's not feeling very Usi. Uh, uh is because because in slang it means yeah. coochie. Well. Anyways, also joining us RCMP from up north, JLB. What's going on, man? Reporting for duty. Halloween is done. That means it's time. <laughs> <He's in> duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> 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 and this is why I'm part of the RCMP and not the FBI, because hot diggity damn, we don't laugh at duty over here. We just do our duty. <laughs> you said it again. You said duty twice. <laughs> <laughs> Two duties. <laughs> my, my, my daughter would go, duty, ew. Ew. Uh, and... in... Go yeah, ahead. That's it. Go ahead. I was going to say, before we get into all of the talking <laughs> wrestling, that we're going to be doing both regular talking wrestling and fantasy booking because um, because we just we, we don't know what fucking day it is. I don't because know. it was Halloween and know. some people have kids who have to bring their kids to Halloween and get prepared for that and Halloween parties and whatnot. But we are here just like Mariah Carey's don't want a lot for Christmas. Don't, nope. Don't even, don't even say it. I will punch you. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There, there. Problem solved. <sighs> Peace out. You're lucky I can't remember any of the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, before I get into um, all of the talking wrestling that we're going to do, I'd like to remind everyone that if you like what you hear, you like what you see, make sure to click that follow button on Twitch so that you get notified when we go live. We go live usually twice a week. Usually, usually, Unless, you uh, know, Sunday Halloween night for happens. Sunday night for the wrestling booking unit, and then Tuesday night for our fantasy booking show. Um, and uh, we'd love to see 
y'all here for it, so follow Probably it. Probably for your um, gobble gobble. Your gobble gobble's coming up, no? Yeah, we're we're gonna have Turkey Day here in you know in, towards the end of the month. Um, oh, is it? But the, oh, it's the end of the month. Okay, we're good. Yeah, it's it's always the third Thursday. But third Thursday. That particular Sunday after Gobble Gobble, I won't be here. I will be in Flow Rida, baby. Oh, you're well, I will probably be flying back from Flow Rida and need some sleep that night. I am gonna go meet my friends Minerva and Mickey. Mm. Nice. Go to the world of Disney. Yes. Well, don't go to Disney. They're apparently all trapped in there because of COVID. Dude, do do I, it's the happiest place on earth to die. Why would I worry about that? Yeah. It it also <laughs> here's the deal. Like I, we we can go on and on about how um, uh, Disney you want to die surrounded Disney by screaming children or whatever. But it's it's got the fucking fucking star wars area right that's true I, I would spend the entire time there and then die a happy camper right okay. if you can't play it find a joyous place to die at disney world then yeah you i don't know go to cancun and take pictures of peacocks on the beach when nobody yeah, else is there no <laughs> people zero people on the beach so um anyways i was trying to, to be sure... considerate i didn't want to randomly take photos of people I, yeah i'm canadian yeah. Of zero. all of the nobody, all literally the zero people, zero people. <laughs> yes. and zoomed out large photos where you just like, hey, all of you people on the beach, I need you to yep. move to the left. But so, move. like I was saying, make sure to click the follow button um, if you're on <laughs> Twitch. If you're watching one of the replays on YouTube or listening to it on a podcast, make sure to subscribe to it there. What the fuck are you and doing? And then yeah. come on over to Twitch and follow us here. And... You know, if you happen to be an Amazon Prime member, you get a free subscription to any channel you want every month. So you can throw that subscription this way and uh, help us out that way. But and then you don't have commercials, and you and you accumulate points faster. You accumulate points faster, and you get access to our our uh, (laughs) custom emotes that you can use in the in the chat. Um, Which I, I did my emotes, but I wanted it to be for everybody, and that didn't fucking work. So they're like, "I can't do it; it's locked." I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, they they only do custom emotes um, for everybody after you've had a channel for a certain amount of time, and uh, also also um, some other things. Anyways, got a shout out, channel. Big JC sixty five. He used some points, some of the points. He cashed in some felonies to get a shout out. Big JC sixty five. Is that the number of years he's doing in wrestling for his felonies? Yeah, I don't know. Yep, sure is. Anyways, um, also because I am totally ADHD and probably worse uh, now than ever. I uh, and I have a problem. <laughs> I have a big problem. Uh, you do. Oh, here I've, we go. Jesus. I've got I've got two more action figures that I will be probably uh, opening during the course of this. Did you I'm say auction figures? Can auction our fans figures. bid on these? No auction They're, figures. I've oh, we can bid on them to myself. No, nah, I said it with it that was my British accent. These two auction figures, um, auction and figures. because uh, my. Uh, 
stores have stopped apparently stocking the prisms and the the Supremes or whatever they're called, select series. Uh, but I did come across a box of NXT 2.0 cards. Um, Ooh, we're going to know and, nobody in there. Um, yeah, well, we might know some of them. There's going to be 90, though, because it's six packs, but there are 12 cards in each pack. Oh, Jesus. Um, I mean, it might so, be the five that got fired, who apparently were like only um, developed. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, here, here's the deal. I, I said this earlier. Um, oh, no. Ambrosia saving her points for a no cursing ban. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. <sighs> fuck yeah. <laughs> However, I did shit. points for hydrate issue, pricks. Sorry, man. Jeez. Up there, you, you just didn't you didn't make a comment on it, prick. You what do you mean? Comment you so I see it. see it. Really? You don't just see it like that? I I don't see it in this chat. I have to uh... go to the other chat to see the hydrate ish. Um, I have one chat up here, fucktard, and uh, <laughs> we are like using all the swearing that we can. Yeah, straight up. Before Ambrosia says, fuck yeah, off, okay. fellas. So, hydrate. See, look at me now. Hydrate. Ain't no stopping us now. But, um, so what I was going to say, uh, we'll just get started on talking about stuff. And, and the five people released is at least something worth oh, mentioning. Um, I have to be honest with you. Uh... The no, five people. I, I don't think anyone knows anybody on that list. The, the only one that I kind of knew, there was a guy, he was in uh, the Chase Academy, which was the, I don't know, the group, what's the best word? The kind of frat group that had the guy and he looked like he was a preppy at a college. Anyways, he was in that group, but he disappeared off TV like a month ago and was replaced by a different person uh, in that group. And uh, I I think probably this is an example of them starting a policy that was uh, at least proposed under the Vince regime um, and may or may not have gone into effect under the Vince regime, which I think they called it three and up or two and up, something like that. Um, and basically it just put a timetable. Like a probation so period. Yeah. Well, it said, uh, you know, you're in NXT for a certain amount of time. And if in during that time, you, you, we don't see you progressing to a point that we feel like we could call you up to the main roster. We're going to cut you. Right. Um, and so I don't, I don't feel as angry about these cuts. Not just because they're, like you were saying, nobodies or whatever, um, but because they they weren't given a reason like, oh, these are budget cuts while we make record profits. This was, you suck. This was, you haven't been progressing, you haven't been meeting your goals. And let's be honest, all three of us work jobs where if we get notes that say you're not meeting the goals that we've set for you, we risk being let go from it right uh on top of it this is a chance for these people to potentially go off and do something with themselves right it was uh, fun at elon's fault that's all i'm gonna say yeah fuck elon anyways 
Um, uh, don't get me started. I did math on Elon's fucking pay to be. I know you did. Thing. You posted it all on Facebook, and I'm like, yeah. I wonder if he did this math or he just took it from somewhere. I, I, I think I would have respected you more if you took it from somewhere. Nope. I did it all myself because I'm like, I'm like, man, this guy has time. This guy has time. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Anyways, I'm not gonna get into it. Right. I can't. I, 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 I'm not gonna, between I'm not the Elon bullshit and the Kanye bullshit, I'm nope, just fucking fed up. I mean, the Elon thing. Elon, I'll just say this: Elon's not a good businessman. He's not. No, nobody who invests in Twitter is a good business person. No, but even before no, that, Tesla makes zero dollars on the on the stuff they sell. Tesla is only in business because of federal government uh, subsidies for electric vehicles. That's it. Tesla, if Tesla had to stand on its own without subsidies and just sell the vehicles, it would be under. It would have been under years ago. Makes zero dollars. It exists entirely on subsidies from the government, right? SpaceX uh, exists entirely based on government contracts, right? Makes zero dollars. This fuck doesn't feel like it when you pay for fucking shit. Starlink is is you know based out of SpaceX, but it's technically its own business. Guess what he did recently with Starlink? He went to the government and said, "Hey, you guys should pay me for Starlink because um, I've been I've been letting you guys use it." Um, and then letting the Ukrainian people use it. Oh, by the way, I know you're already paying me for that, but I think you should pay me more for it. Um, because I'm not making money it. off Starlink. Right? Uh, he, he makes zero dollars from any of the businesses that he owns, except for government subsidies. Right? He, he's not a businessman. He's a hey, he went and found the he went and found the biggest bidder, which is always the fucking government. He he he's a welfare queen, is what he is. Sure. Um, I mean, can't hate on him though. He's still you know, not um, saying he's a great. Oh, he can he's, hate on him. Smarts can still, hate on anybody. Oh, yeah, I can I can hate on him. I he's can. A oh yeah, he can. living off the government teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho's. Um, but no, uh, this is a chance for these people, these five people who were cut to go off and prove themselves on the Indies or an impact wrestling or, or whatever, show or up on AEW Dark on in their lives or move on in their lives. Yeah. Figure out that this might not be for them. Um, I, I, I give two examples, right? Um, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, both of them had high profile, WWE runs pre NXT's heyday, right? Uh, both of them WWE cut, deciding that they weren't the material that they wanted. They working out. Both of them went off to do other things. Bobby Lashley MMA for a while, and then Impact Wrestling and the Indies. Drew McIntyre the Indies, and then Impact Wrestling. Both of them eventually proved themselves on the Indies Mm -hmm. and in. Impact Wrestling, enough that they eventually came back to WWE and now are legitimately headlining pay-per-views, right? I mean, Bobby Lashley's in a program with Brock Lesnar right now. That it probably is the most exciting program on pro wrestling right now. Yeah. 
barring the the elites um, promo. Yeah, which we'll get to. We'll get to the elites promo. I I had to force myself. I've got a I got a list on my phone. See the list there. Things I wanted to talk about. I came prepared, uh, but I had to force myself to uh, try to um, uh, offset the the AEW related ones a bit uh, because. AEW stuff I want to talk about. So, anyways, um, but so this is a chance for them to hopefully get better, um, or better their lives in some Bless way. You. And again, Thank it you. wasn't they weren't told some BS excuse about we're cutting the budget or whatever. They were told, "Hey, listen, it's not working out. You know, I, we we truly wish you the best in your future endeavors, right? And they'll be they'll sit out." The 30-day NXT, you know, uh, no-compete. And then they'll show up. You'll, I guarantee you'll see one or two of them on AEW Dark within the next six months. You know? Right. Uh, period. You know? And 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 some and like... And some like of them said, completely some move on from professional say, wrestling. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm done with professional wrestling. Or sports entertaining. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so I do truly wish them all the best, you know. I I hope, uh, I hope they figure out what's best for them, what their best situation is. Um, but let's move on. Uh, one of the things, well, kind of talking about AEW Dark. I we talked about it on FBI last week. Um, I wanted to get JLB's thoughts on it um, because I think I think this week even shows it even more. Um, I think AEW is relying too much on non-signed indie talent on AEW Dark and Dark Elevation um, when they could instead be using their lower card uh, roster to actually create storylines on it. And I know there are some storylines that go on on AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. We talked about them last week and everything. But... um, Give me one second, because I was going to pull up the uh, the AEW Twitter page, because I did last week to talk about it. Uh, so, AEW Dark this week featured, if I can find the, the announcement, uh, Tony Storm versus Diamante, right? That's a name with two signed talent. Right? right, but it also had. Um, gotta find the whole, whole tweet with all of them in it. Um, Dean Alexander versus Kip Sabian. Leva Bates versus Nyla Rose. That's legitimately assigned wrestler, so that's a two. Uh, Marina Shafir versus Kennedy Copeland. John Cruz versus Danhausen. Dante Martin versus Encore. Brian Cage for and the Gates of Agony versus Fuego del Sol and Waves and Curls, right? Well, Fuego um, signed. Fuego is signed. Waves and Curls is not, right? And I just think that, you know, we, we talk about AEW's roster being bloated, that they've got a lot of people on the roster and that they're not using all the people and blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. And we usually say, hey, listen, they only have three hours of TV time a week, you know, and dark doesn't really count and all this stuff. 
And I appreciate Dark for using that, indie talent. That could be the way to make Dark count. But have yeah, having more real talent on it. You know, Marina Shafir could be taking off. Well, that's not fair though. Like, well, who, who is it? Willow. Willow came from Dark. You know, and now Willow she's did officially come. I'm not, signed. I, I'm not saying that they wouldn't have any unsigned talent. But I'm saying this week is 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 slightly better than last week. Last week okay. on AEW Dark, they had nine matches and only one of them featured both signed talent. The rest of them were glorified squash matches, which you hate. Well, and, and, you and know. so, so uh, I'll go ahead and say, so what? So if it's so, what if it's not fair? They have yet another program called Dark Elevation. Mm-hmm. Making a YouTube channel is well, relatively easy. In fact, mm-hmm. three schmucks from North America were able to pull it off. Now, not at my doing. I'm not technically sound. But they already have two of them going, so I'm guessing they could probably mm-hmm. figure out yet another one and have it in some way, shape, or form feature these up-and-comers, mm-hmm. maybe in their own matches that were on, um, you know, Zello Pro or or Major mm-hmm. League or somebody who doesn't have a TV contract. Yeah. And so and I think here's, that's here's, maybe where they're going to go with it, though. Well, they're not showing any signs of it right now. Well, no, and but I mean, because at the end of the day, it's YouTube, right? So they can have as many matches as they want on Dark Elevation or um, Dark as they essentially want. If anything, I would say... Because I, I originally was going to mention that maybe they don't have a lot of their superstars on Dark or Dark Elevation because they don't want their superstars to get maybe How dare you? They don't have superstars. They have wrestlers. Yeah, su- superstars is for that sports entertainment shit. My bad. No, but My here's bad. the <clears throat> If you're trying to set up Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony as the next like stars. Brian Cage has a match for the Ring of Honor TV title tomorrow night. It's not midnight yet. Tomorrow night. <laughs> um uh Dante Martin they've set up as a as a star over the time or an up and comer right. and then they have him fighting nobody. Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony are fighting Fuego who's a glorified jobber, which is fine. We need jobbers, right? There are other jobbers on the actual roster they could have used instead of waves and curls. John Cruz versus Danhausen, right? Um, it was a glorified squash match. It had a little bit more than just a squash to it. I actually watched it right before the show because I wanted to see this. I had heard something about it. Um, Danhausen got beat on elevation by QT Marshall. Danhausen oh. came out to this. And was angry, and we saw an angry side of Danhausen, and it's kind of we've talked a little bit about how that's what we wanted from Danhausen was kind of a switch, you know what I mean? Where he okay. goes from goofy Danhausen to ooh, I'm gonna check that angry out. Danhausen. It's still it's still basically Jokey. well, it kind of starts as jokey, and then he gets angrier as it goes. But this is dark or dark elevation? Uh, dark. It's the one that just aired tonight. The first match, you you can't miss it. Starts off with it. Um, it's still only like a five-minute, six-minute match, something like that. So it's really short. 
John Cruz gets a little bit of shots in, and then Danhausen kind of destroys him, and then looks angry, right? Um, but they could have they could have had someone else, Sean Dean, who signed, uh, you know, could have done it. Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss could have done it. Um, fuck, you know, well, here, just come come to the aid of your roster. Um, Alex Reynolds could have done it. He signed and would have been just fine doing it. And Helico is signed and could have done it because they're not doing anything else with him. Um, Ari Davari is signed and could have done it. Uh, either of the Bear Bear Country, which they've changed their their name. I can't remember what they're under now. Anyways. Uh, John Cruz has Sammy Zane mannerisms. He's like an older Sammy Zane. Uh, Blake <laughs> Christian signed and they haven't done anything with him. Um, Brock Anderson, fucking let Danhausen destroy Brock Anderson. He's boring as fuck. Um, uh, Christopher Daniels, right? Danhausen yeah, destroying Dan Christopher Daniels. Daniels. Uh, would really build <laughs> don't Danhausen up, right? No, I'll don't we'll use anybody but Christopher Daniels. Um, Cole Carter, yeah. Cole Carter, they're using the former Caleb with a K. Uh, uh, I'm scrolling down. Darius Martin's out injured. Um, Evil Uno, right? I love, but that would this would be a perfect thing to do with Danhausen. Have him destroy the members of Dark Order, right? Griff Garrison is signed. Have Danhausen beat him. Uh, DFA would like it uh, for Jay Lethal, right? They have him in a program right now, so they're not going to do that right now. Um, Unfortunately, Jay Lethal's team is a bigger star than... Yeah, well, he's yeah. in a big program. Uh, Lee Johnson. Not to be confused with Lee Moriarty, who's in the firm. Lee Johnson. They could do. Luther. Yeah. Serpentico. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that. You know, but Serpentico, definitely. Uh, Matt Seidel. Uh, um... Da, 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 da. Peter Avalon. Peter, pretty Peter Avalon is too pretty to beat. Mm. And I mean, will it really do anything for Danhausen? I feel like everybody beats Peter Avalon. He's a great wrestler, but he really hasn't been. Everybody like, beats John well. Cruz too, because he's fucking unsigned. They're not gonna have an unsigned wrestler win against a signed wrestler. We already know that, right? If so, they do, they're getting signed soon. Yeah, so we we knew going into this that Danhausen was going to win because it was against John Cruz, right? On elevation, when it was Danhausen versus QT Marshall, we didn't know that could go either way, right? right. Um. So if if it had been Danhausen versus Cole Carter. I would have been like, well, I, I don't know. Are they building Cole Carter up? Danhausen versus Griff, Griff Garrison. Maybe they're going to try to make Griff Garrison a big deal again. You know? I don't know. Maybe they've decided they have faith in him. There's there's suspense to it. And then having him destroy Griff Garrison doesn't hurt Griff Garrison because he's already kind of seen as that anyways. But it does elevate Danhausen, right? Uh, but this didn't elevate Danhausen. It was still fun to watch. I get it. But it didn't, like, mm-hmm. elevate Marina Shafir beating up on Kennedy Copeland, 
doesn't help Marina Shafir in any way, shape, or form. Really doesn't help Kennedy Hopeland, other than no. that she got some TV time. Yeah. Uh, the only way it would help either of them is if Kennedy Copeland got a win, which we know is not going to happen. So, uh, so it doesn't help anyone. Uh, Kip Sabian beating Dean Alexander. And again, like I said, I appreciate... AEW turned to the indies during the, the height of the pandemic to help out when they couldn't get all of their wrestlers to travel, when they needed people in the crowd, they would fill it with wrestlers and all that stuff. I get all of that. And I'm not saying they should get rid of it entirely. But right now, out of seven matches on AEW Dark, there were two of them that featured exclusively signed wrestlers. And if you count Fuego, three matches. That's still... Less than 33% of the matches. We also calculated out that AEW actually has more people on its roster, televised roster, than WWE has on their televised roster. Mm -hmm. Which is astonishing. Five hours versus Mm -hmm. three. And we were counting NXT's televised NXT. We were Mm -hmm. not counting non-televised NXT. Yep. So... Anyway, that that's that's kind of my thing. I just think that. I, I mean, could, I see what you mean in to, in terms of also entertainment value. Entertainment, when you well, see and it would, a, somebody is going against a nobody, nine times out of ten, somebody's going to win. I think we even had that issue. Um, yeah, just when it started, the, because it was but, really just like here, kept the here's same a perfect format. example. They keep wanting us to watch AEW Dark, right? And then they give us these matches, which don't give us a reason to watch AEW Dark. None of these matches further a storyline for anybody. Facts right? are oh, the Nyla one. The Nyla one kind of did because she was talking shit about Jade during the matchup. Um, talking so that, shit it doesn't doesn't further a storyline unless right. Jade showed up and tried to get her belt back, and then Nyla ran away with the belt. That furthers right. the storyline, okay. or That's unless right. Leva Bates came out saying, "Hey, listen." I'm one of the executives backstage, you know, you can't just be taking someone's belt and running away with it. You need to give it back. And then Nyla did something. That would then be part of the storyline, right? But in this mm-hmm. case, it was just a, a match between two people that Nyla then talked a little bit about Jaden. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of my point. You know, if you started using actual signed wrestlers, these could be part of storylines, Right. And building people, which would give people a reason to watch AEW Dark, because the one of the few comments that I do agree with from WWE marks about AEW is that they're just like, listen, they just like to put on good wrestling matches and, and not do storylines, right? WWE does better storylines. Um, and I don't think WWE does better storylines, but every single fucking match on any of their main shows is somehow storyline related. Sometimes it, they do the same match 14 times because that's the only way they can keep that storyline going, right? Um, but this would be a way to make AEW Dark and, and potentially Dark Elevation part of the storyline and something that people actually want to watch. And then you could have you know, Excalibur saying, uh, if you didn't turn into AEW Dark yesterday, uh, Nyla Rose refused Leva Bates... Uh, attempt to get back the belt for Jade Cargill and destroyed her and then talk smack about Jade Cargill, right? And it plays into the storyline. 
And then people are like, oh, something actually happened on Dark Elevation that plays into the storyline. I should watch it from now on. And then it becomes something that you can do. Now, again, I'm not saying they eliminate indie wrestlers entirely, but again, I don't think it can at least add a little bit more to the. I mean, here's the deal the people who are getting squashed by almost are indie wrestlers. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's it's not like we don't get indie wrestlers on dynamite, right? There's still room for it. Yeah. But it's um, not it's it shouldn't be the foundation of your product on on that when you have a roster that size in particular. Cuz here. Let's let's look here at uh Dynamite last week. This is right October 26th, right? So, um signed versus signed uh Apparently, they've started calling the backstage position that Renee Packett stands the Mongo position. I had not heard them calling that. Oh, really? Uh, no, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, that's great. Yeah, apparently. Which is awesome. I knew they could have thought. I just didn't hear it. Uh, they previously had, had called. Uh, the main position backstage, the Dusty position, uh, because of Dusty Rhodes. Um, right. Yeah. So on on Rampage, Serpentico, who's he's signed, but he's effectively a jobber, you know, uh, uh, wrestled, and so they still have indie wrestlers occasionally on the main shows. It's not like I'm saying they get rid of indie wrestlers entirely on it. I'm just saying they start using them smarter and using their signed wrestlers a little smarter. No, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, And especially since, you know, you don't really have a time frame with your elevation or dark. Sure, yes, it's only an hour or two hours after Dynamite or something like that. So you do have a limited play and depending on what you do on thing, but whatever, they could plan it and time it right. Um, well, I do and remember agree. Elevation, uh, last I heard, was still being filmed at Orlando. Oh, snap. Yes. Okay. So they filmed that separately anyways. Can do whatever the fuck they want on it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I guess it also just depends what wrestlers wear during Dynamite or Rampage. Or Dynamite and Rampage are generally the same place anyways. Um, so, yeah, I guess that uh, would depend, but... Essentially. So here's uh, Dark Elevation. Diamante versus Madison Rain. Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends versus Anthony Young, Victor Andrews, and Patton. Danhausen versus QT Marshall. Um, so that's two out of those. Uh, Kazarian versus Rhett Titus. Jade Cargill versus Trisha Dora. Kira Hogan versus Sky Blue. So that's three. Three out of six that were announced. Oh, Athena versus... Uh, I can't read the full thing. July Kai, I think. Uh, Brandon Cutler versus Dar- Dante Martin. That's four. Kingston Ortiz versus Keller and Hawkins. So four of the nine matches were signed. That's better than it was last week. 
but that still means more than 50% of them were against unsigned wrestlers. Um, anyways, let's move on to the next thing. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Bloodline promo. <laughs> um, I know DFA. Oh, look who's being a little oozy. Yep, he's feeling a little oozy now. Uh, I, and a total aside from the, the promo earlier, my favorite thing was later on in the night when Sami Zayn's like, well, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit hungry. So I'm thinking maybe after this, we'll go, maybe go to, to Waffle House, huh? Waffle and Jay Uso just suddenly sitting there, huh? Uh-huh. Like I, you had, all you had to do was mention Waffle House and he forgot like everything Waffle he was House? angry about. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I like no Waffle longer. House. We can be best friends now, man. I'm no longer angry at you if you want to take me to Waffle House. I'll be a little oozy. How's it going? Waffle House it is. I mean, it's fair. You know, I there are very few people I wouldn't go to Waffle House with. You know. Like, yep. Yeah, um, but I just the, feel like Waffle House. Think... Once you've degraded yourself to that level, you just have to accept the fact that you're at Waffle House and who you're with doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You're at the lowest lowest level of the totem pole in life. That it's uh, wonderful. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Daily Show had a had a segment where Roy Woods took Trevor Noah to Waffle House, <laughs> oh, and they're, they're standing outside, and he's like, "Okay, let's go in." And uh, no, we can't go in yet. What do you mean? It's two in the morning. I came here. I want to get to Waffle. No, the fights ain't started yet. Can't go inside till the fights start. That's half <laughs> the reason you come. <laughs> Anyways, no, the promo itself, like that was cool. E- even outside so of the breaking, good. which the breaking was really fun, you know. But even I feel like they breaking, knew, and he still delivered it so well that the breaking. Yeah. Even outside of the breaking, though, um, the the scene where Jay goes, "Man, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says." And Roman just pops up. <laughs> He's like, um, "What's that here?" That that was that was the look that my dad gave when I cussed in front of him for the first time. <laughs> you know, oh, some bitch wants to die up in here. I was like, "Oh, oh, this is good. This is good. This is good." The, the man has come so fucking far. So far. Um, so incredibly far. I came across a video of him. This was on Raw yesterday. After he did his thing in the ring, he's walking out the ring, and he's still talking as he's walking up the ramp, talking to the fans, talking things, but still delivering a promo. This is the guy who, just a few years ago, in the ring with John Cena, couldn't think of what to say. Forgot his line. Yep. Forgot his line, what and if- then could, couldn't think of anything. Couldn't, couldn't like, think of something to make up for the line. Yeah. Forgetting the line. Couldn't yep. improv. What if I told you, though, that he necessarily didn't come so far? They just fucked him up on the main roster. Because when Roman Reigns appeared in NXT or even FCW before and then NXT, he was technically a heel. And he was doing great promo work. And I've watched the uh, WWE Evil episode mm-hmm. with Roman in it. So, sure, their book, they're saying a certain narrative. Yeah. But. From what they showed us from his work at NXT, he seemed like he actually had it. It's just he didn't I, really know how to be a good guy, and that was just kind of forced upon him. 
he you know multiple times in interviews over the years said that he didn't want to be a heel because he wanted to be the the inspiration for people so i don't think uh. it was wwe fucking it up so much with him for so long as him hamstringing himself so long and that's that's part of the the he's come a long way is that he he came to realize what he's good at right oh okay. um, I'm opening a pack while we talk because I... I figured with all the rummaging. The rummaging of the plastic. The rummaging. The rummaging. These aren't nearly as fancy as uh, the Prisms or the Supremes or Select or whatever. They're not worth fancy. Um, They're not main roster yet. (laughs) Oh, hey. schisms. (laughs) Speak of the devil... Um, you're not going to be able to see the name because the names are so small, maybe. Uh, Bodie Hayward uh, is one of the people released today. The very first card <laughs> I pull is one of the released people. Um, he was the one I was talking about that was part of Chase U. Um, and then just randomly disappeared. Um, Wolfgang... Damn. NXT UK, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, is he still with the company technically? Very much so. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, I I will send this to DA Fabe. Hi. Hey, Nikita. <laughs> How you doing? Soon to be NXT Women's Champion at some point. I feel like they're pushing her to the moon. To the moon. Here, here's a who the fuck is this? Ulysses Le- Leon. You can send me that one too. <laughs> I'm not discriminating. Known or unknown, it don't matter to Fabe. One member of Pretty Deadly. Oh. Wilson. Go ahead and send me that one too. <laughs> any gender, any gender. Fab's got you covered. Zaya Brookside. I think you just sent him the whole pack at this rate. <laughs> at this rate, I probably will end up. Isla Dawn. I don't want that one. <laughs> Too bad it's coming. <laughs> so will I. What? Um... Lash Legend. She's really entertaining. And not in that way. A grizzled young veteran. Nice. I love that tag team. They are so fun. Oh, who the fuck is Eddie Dennis? Don't know, but there he is. NXT hey. UK, so. Trying to do a razor's edge or some shit. Yeah. Uh... Duke Hudson. Coming up soon on Chase Cards. Does this mean you could also tech you only can get NXT 2.0 superstars though? Right? Um you no. can't get like old NXT. Um you will see shortly that you can get old NXT. Mm. Uh this is Indy Hartwell, NXT 2.0. Are you gonna have a wig, Barrett? Is Shayna Baszler oh, NXT go. Black nice. and Gold? Perfect. 
so much better in NXT. She's not bad Although, now. She's just poorly booked. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I mean. She was better booked. Io Shirai NXT 2.0. Oh, all right. Io Shirai. Nope, she nope. Io Shirai. It says it right on there. <laughs> she must have been and uh, NXT champion at the time, Drew McIntyre. Oh, nice. So you can get older NXT. Uh... Nice. I sure can. Those last two are gold cards. So they've got a little bit of gold to them. I think that's... Because they've held titles? Um, no. I was I just think... thinking because of NXT gold brand. I th- Well, no, because the other Black NXT gold. gold is not gold. So I uh, think it's okay. just that that's their chase, one of their chase cards. Variance is that. So, mm. anyways. Back to talking about the Sammy promo. Bloodline promo. Honestly, best thing in wrestling, though. Uh, Sammy just keeps killing it every week. I don't appreciate Vince Russo finally realizing it. Not that I give a shit about what Vince Russo realizes and who he gives kudos to. I'm happy Sammy Zayn has blocked him ages ago and realized that he couldn't talk to him. And I'm sad for even bringing this up because I don't think Vince Russo deserves a time and place anywhere. But F you, Vinny Roo, because God damn it. Sami Zayn been good, and you've been outdated for a hot minute, and it is what it is. I have to get that off my chest. I digress now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think what's really going to be good uh, with this is seeing how it plays out, because we know eventually there's going to be a turn. And but, but you can't even don't predict where it's at. Yeah, like, we don't know who. who? Well, I th- well, we... Because KO was supposed to get involved, though, right? You saw that rumor. KO was supposed rumor, to get involved, but rumors well, we get we see rumors all the time. We saw rumors six months ago that Sasha Banks was going to show up. She um, apparently is still signed, though. But she didn't no. show up, so there were rumors. They said that oh, was they confirmed that she was supposed to this week, though. That's interesting. But rumors, 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 rumors happen. Rumor whatever has it. Well, KO's supposed to get involved, but apparently that's been backtracked. And KO was supposed to do something with Sammy to screw over the bloodline, which we kind of were thinking maybe three, four weeks ago um, when uh, Sammy and uh, Jimmy had that little fight. Is it Jimmy or Jay? Jimmy. Jay. Jimmy had that. Jay. Jay. Jay had that fight. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Dude, once KO gets involved with that, it's just going to be nonstop jokes for like. So is that is that your active prediction that it's going to be with KO? Yeah, I don't. It's got to be with KO. My active prediction. I'm I'm changing it up on you, mm-hmm. and I might be wrong. I'm saying it's solo. It could be solo. It, and we here deals. They've been they've been setting stuff up solo in interviews. Has said that he had not talked to Roman Reigns in like twenty years prior to him being called up to the main roster to join the bloodline, right? Uh, they could easily be setting that up. That's a good They call. could easily be setting that up. Um, it easily could be Jay turning. They they hinted at it this week. I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. Jay, you know, always could be the one who's like, nope, it's my turn. He's also the one who's had a title shot mm-hmm. prior. So, 
So, um, and it could be Sammy. It could be KO's joining in, or it could be not. I, you know, who knows? I think KO's still got some business on Raw to take care of because we saw Elias come out today, and then Matt Riddle was dressed as Ezekiel. So, you know, obviously, um, you know, there's still unfinished business with Ezekiel. Fucking Riddle. (laughs) Um, uh, Side note. Right. Riddle dressing as Ezekiel is one thing, but can we all take a moment to appreciate uh, Alpha Academy dressing as uh, SNL Chippendale sketch, Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley? That was hilarious. Bravo. That was awesome. They even did part of the dance when they came down. <laughs> it was excellent. It was... I mean, part of me... Shoosh. I don't know if a lot. I don't know if the younger generation would. I don't have care about that. the younger generation. I'm not part I'm of them. I know, that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, like pulling a Chris Farley thing out, like I'm like Jesus. Chris Farley like, is fucking timeless, and if the younger generation oh, doesn't know him, they should. Then, then that's their problem, not mine. That's their problem. He's fat shaming people. That's what the yeah, he's fat shaming. Fat shaming. Nope, that's uh. That's fair. But yeah, it was uh and we got to see freaking um Otis do the worm. Mm-hmm. That's always fun. Always fun to see. It was a nice little throwback. And someone Otis ended up wearing a pumpkin on his head. You know, that always happens on the Halloween episode. Of course it does, yeah. Yeah. I always wonder if they make sure to take out the pumpkin seeds before they place all the I pumpkins. think it's entirely a fake pumpkin. I think it's made out of foam. You think it's made out of foam? I think it's. I think it's rigged. I don't think it's made out of foam. <laughs> nope. I think it's made out of foam. If you watched the ones uh, yesterday, look at them. They look like a store-bought foam pumpkin, hollow which foam. you can buy. Hollow foam pumpkins. You can buy them at the stores all around here in America. I don't know okay. up in Canada. Maybe they don't do them up there, but around here, they're hollow. They sometimes have lights built into them so that us lazy Americans don't have to carve our own pumpkin. We can just buy fucking pumpkins with already jack-o'-lanterns carved in them. Damn. I'm I'm like 99% certain it was a foam pumpkin. I thought you were going to say I'm 99% certain I have a few in my house. No. (laughs) I don't have any fucking place to put them. (laughs) Says the guy who has a whole wrestling auction figure. Do you know how big foam pumpkins are? Well, I mean, I would assume I mean, you, you know. choose your size, just like normal pumpkins. Yeah, but here's the deal. Like, like <laughs> the regular foam pumpkins, like, all of those action figures take up the space of, like, three of them. Right? Nah, man. I ain't got the room for those. I got I got other shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for nobody that. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's fair. Um, anyway. Back up. It, it, it was what it was, you know, it was, it was a match to put over Riddle, um, yeah. and, and Elias out there, I guess now, now that Randy Orton's not there, they have to team Riddle up with someone. Uh, any they news on Randy, to... by the way, last I read Randy Orton, uh, may not ever wrestle again. Um, Shit. he's dealing okay. with, with a back injury. Uh, that is being way more problem than they thought it was going to be. And uh, they're, they're to the point that they're like, we're not even sure this might be a career-ending injury. 
Um, that's the last I saw. So, um, anyways, also on SmackDown, we had Bray Wyatt talk, and he got interrupted by, I guess, finally, it's supposed to Uncle be Howdy. Uncle Har- Howdy um, in person form, not just a mask form, but like an actual person talking. And so I wanted to talk a little. There's lots of speculation as to who it could be. There's Bo. lots of people. There's it lots was of people. Brave. Yeah. There's lots of people <laughs> reading way too much into some of the things. Um, well, the, what so, about the earring thing with the cross? Well, the earring thing with the cross. Yeah, that, that means it's Bo. Oh, but he's wearing the, the same type of contacts that fucking Malachi Black wears on AEW. So now it's got to be Malachi oh, Black, Oh, I didn't right? read that. I didn't oh, read yeah. that one. That one's oh, a bit no. far-fetched. Okay. <laughs> no, pe- people pointed that one out. They're like, oh, oh there's just proof that... that... And, and, of course, I had to go in the comments and be like, you realize two days ago, Malachi Black posted a promo on, on uh, TikTok that featured all of the other members of House of Black, Brody King, uh, Buddy Matthews, and Julia Hart. Uh, two of whom are still active on AEW right now. One of whom uh, is still signed to AEW. And oh, by the way, Malachi Black still officially signed to AEW, right? It's not him. But they're like, oh, but look at his contacts. Just like it. Like, fuck well, off. Okay. So we wanted to put creepy contacts in? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it looks like there's only like one person in the world who's allowed to wear creepy contacts. Mm. Sorry. Oh no. Here it's obviously Rey Mysterio who wears creepy contacts too. He does. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's obviously Rey. It's got to be Rey Mysterio. It's be Rey Mysterio. It's got to be Rey Mysterio. I mean, I who is that jumping out the sky? REY Mysterio. Here we go. We'll, we'll know for so certain this, this Friday when uh, Uncle Howdy says Buyaka Buyaka. <laughs> booyaka booyaka um i am from san diego the, booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> san diego california six 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 one nine <laughs> oh, yeah oh. um i think it here's the i think it probably the was actually played by bray i think it was actually played by bray i think well i mean it sounded like actually yeah it sounded like i think bray. eventually it might be uh, Bo Dallas, right? I, I mean, it could also be Bo. I, I mean, I'm sure Bo knows how to do his brother's voice. I think it's a video character that's a dive into Bray's head. Yeah, I think that's. Well, I don't think it's it's one of the characters of Bray. It could be the abusive person in this past. This is what it came across as to me. It's the abusive person in this past that caused him to think that there was a fiend in the woods that came to get after him and then consumed mm-hmm. him. The whole psychiatric ward thing, right? <clears throat> he was in a there, psychiatric there were, ward. It's a beautiful blah, blah, blah. crossover of the two characters having this, your this head. abusive uncle around. Uh, there was literally people your head, blah, 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 try, you know? trying to post that it was uh, Barry Windham. Deceased Barry Windham? Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. Or Kendall Windham. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's not. It's, it's just not. It's not. It's it it really isn't, people. Um, but you know, I those people are obviously just trolling though. Like, come on now, it's obviously no, I, Tessa Blanchard. I think they're obviously just stupid. Is what it is. 
It's obviously his wife. Uh, what's her name? Jojo. Jojo, yeah. Jojo definitely played that character. Yeah. <laughs> definitely Jojo. It, it's their baby. Definitely Jojo. It's While I was watching it, in no way, shape, or form did I think it was any other person than Bray Wyatt. Where they're going with it? Well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I, at the beginning of Firefly Funhouse, did you expect a, a sharp-toothed clown to be the end of it? Yeah. I, I legitimately, I think it was played by Bray at that time. Do I think it's setting up to be Bray in the end? I think they're going to swerve us, and eventually it's going to be played by Bo Dallas. That's what I think. But I, I think it's going to be a video-only character. I think it's going to eventually... I, th- I think this Wyatt Six thing is eventually going to be played by people. But I don't think um, that's a member of the Wyatt Six. I think that is one of the six. That is the Wyatt Six, yeah. Yes. I think all these characters we're seeing as part of his Wyatt Six thing... Whether it's just all him and it's he's feeding his own head, hence the feed your head bullcrap, or it's played by all different characters. The idea that we are talking about it and speculating on where it's going, creating oh, it's great. That it's great now less like less uh, anticipated week to week. I have to see what happens in television. um, Event is a huge deal. The last time that that a television show intrigued all of its viewers this way was probably Game of Thrones, I would say, in a week-to-week episodic adventure. adventure. Mm-hmm. Before that, something that, that that was that way that was on basic cable was probably, um, uh, oh, what's the methamphetamine one? Uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking um, Bad. Those I, are probably I... the last two that caused that level of week-to-week anticipation. Other than... Other than, you know, Mass Singer or something like that. Well, I would argue that the last time Bray returned uh, was okay. out there with this. But, but because I Causing remember... week-to-week anticipation. I'm I, not saying... And it's only for its regular viewers. I, I'm not saying people are tuning in just because of Bray. I remember when Bray first came back as the Firefly Funhouse Bray, we had the same sorts of conversations yep. that we're doing right now. Um, and, and so it's and great. we all went, I'm going to watch just to see yeah. the promos. So it is indeed great. It is it is something to be happy about. It is something literally. going on. Um, Li- but I literally only watch SmackDown for Sammy and Bloodline and Bray. What is Bray going to do? You know what I mean? That's my go-to. Same thing with Raw. I kind of watched because of the, the whole Miz and uh, Gargano and Loomis storyline. And that got kind of weird. Gar- but, Gargano know, blew the whistle. Is. He blew the whistle. You see this I'm wearing around my neck? You know why I wear a whistle around my neck? It's a metaphor. <laughs> but I may actually blow the whistle on you. Did he say, say last night I fell asleep? He did. Uh, yeah, he, he did. played well, audio. He, he guesstimated and he played audio. Yeah, He played audio of uh, him proving that Miz uh, hired Dexter uh, to attack him. To get, I don't know, sympathy or get on TV more or Because he's something. a celebrity and that's what celebrities do to get more fame. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a bit weird. Then, I, didn't, uh, I didn't like where it went. But then he stopped paying Dexter. And so now Dexter's out for him, actually. because Or he failed to pay the bill. Yes. Uh, I did because... like the WWE Investigate segment, though. That was kind of cool. And Byron Saxton doing it. <laughs> yeah. Set up like a 60 Minutes. Program. Yeah. Um, here's here's I, the deals. I'm liking the backstage stuff with Johnny Gargano. I just wish they gave him more 
wrestling type. wrestling stuff to do, but um, mostly because he's Johnny Russin Gargano. Fucking wrestling. wrestling. He, his last name is Wrestling. I think they're waiting until after Crown Jewel, though. I think that's what they're doing at this point. After Crown Jewel, we're building Survivor Series. Gargano's going to be one of our guys. Let's... uh, Gargano. To lead up into it. Yeah, Johnny Gargano. Gargoyle. (laughs) Here's here's, um, the other WWE thing that has had me super-duper excited, and yesterday got me even more excited because we got to see Trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trips has been an active part of the show over the last he couple weeks. Physically came out to say that if Brock and Bobby touch each other again, the match will be off. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, when it's the going is, home show for Crown up. Jewel, I'm like, it absolutely is. But I am <laughs> amped for. I mean, it, I can say that if there was a match that Smarks would watch Crown Jewel for. On the card this year, that's the one. It it would be up there. I think the biggest thing is I've been saying for years that um, WWE really needs an authority figure of some sort. I'm not saying necessarily a heel authority figure or even nope, a face. Just somebody who comes out and you're like, oh, that's so, that somebody who's in charge. Well, I, I think AEW could use an actual on-screen authority figure, right? Yes. Someone who storyline-wise is. In charge, and I know they play with you know with uh kayfabe a lot, you know, about um, oh, I'm, Tony Khan's making these uh, Tony Khan's booking, but he's not an active on screen character. I, I think if they made a character and they said this is this is the guy who's in charge of booking the matches, I think they have the perfect guy, uh, a, a, a gentleman, maybe, uh, maybe a even, lord, maybe even a lord. Um, yes. The only reason I don't want that is I I really don't want the flirting between him and Excalibur to stop. I I want that on my <laughs> show every week. And you kind of can't have him turn on the Combat Club on full gear when oh, he joins that's MJF. That's easy to maybe. set up that falling apart. You have Daniel Garcia join join the Combat Club, then you have him and uh, Brian Danielson and. Uh, Moxley and uh, Wheeler Yuta kind of come together. Claudio Castagnoli might be a part of it, but he's not really. He's going to be more of a ROH person, obviously. I feel like I feel like Wheeler's going to be the ROH person, actually. Well, considering Daniel Garcia is currently a Ring of Honor champion, it yeah. Okay, I'd... so I mean, there's plenty of ways to break that up. Yeah, the primary of which is Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Yes. Well, the, but I think Regal's literally how the cards turn. fall doesn't really matter. Yeah. And then I'm all you have to use have Regal pick a side. Mm-hmm. Listen, as long he as he's still at blood and guts, I mean full gear. <laughs> as long as he still hits on. Fucking Excalibur, I'm Excalibur. fine. <laughs> Your wealth of knowledge is just... That's all that matters to me. Beautiful. Um, opened up another pack because I was bored. Tiffany Stratton. Bored of your own yeah. show, are you? I have ADHD one. and it's undiagnosed and untreated, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, Tony D'Angelo. 
who the fuck is Kenny Williams? Don't know. That's Kenny Williams. I don't know how to pronounce her first name, so I'm just going to say uh, Valkyrie. You've seen her name before. Oif, Oif Valkyrie. Um. I think it's Ify. Well, the, this shows name. that it these were printed after they changed her name from Kylie Ray to Alba Fire. I don't know who Primate is, but there he is. He was a UK. Yeah. UK. Side yeah. note, um, on the name change thing, I feel like that was a fun little dig about changing Sammy's name. Hmm? Where Robin runs the place, and so he's going to change Sammy's name. Yeah, he's going to be Sammy Oos. So. Joe Coffee. Play Joe Coffee's music. No. Joe Henry's <laughs> music. Uh, Joe Gacy. Play Joe Gacy's music. No, still. still. If I, uh, uh, what's her name? Ava Rain. Like, guys. Oh, well, we'll get we'll talk about Ava Rain here uh, right. in a bit. First, we'll talk about the fact they got a Triple H card. We are NXT. How about Ilya Dragunov? Dragunov? Yes, sir. Ilya, sorry, Ilya Dragunov. God, just give me a chop fest between him and Volter again. Tiger Turin. Rar. Ivy Nile. Go back to Tiger. Rawr. I'd be down to do a watch along of that match again. Oh, J JLB <laughs> would be down to have this card. Yes, damn okay. right. NXT Sami Zayn, baby. Sami Zayn, clean cut. Sami Zayn. This yeah, green. There's Chase of Champa. And Goldie's with him. Trying to see what this a Mako Satamora twenty twenty one highlights card. Very cool. Who? Well, since you did it, I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> You're gonna do it too. Do it too. A it. good one, Ricky Booby Lashley. Booby Lashley. <laughs> oh, this is sad. An NXT Windy True. Windy Chew, sad, Google sleep. Nip still can't get doesn't like to focus. Nope. One queen. Alistair's queen. Mm -hmm. Malachi's queen. Queen Zelina. Ain't no stopping this card! What the hell? What the hell is he doing? I think he's on, like, uh, he did a main really, event or something. He has something. a really, really fun series with Mia Yim called uh, Shelter Yim. Oh, really? On reels. Um, this week he dressed as Michael Myers as though he was sneaking up on Mia Yim and she was eating the yogurt. And then out of nowhere behind Michael Myers, 
comes one Keith Lee and throws uh, him out of the house. Very funny. <laughs> nice. I gotta check that out. Or bit it's a Binium. Binium. That's what it is. Edge. Tyler Bate. No, it's just Tyler Bate. That's there's no S on it. There's no S? Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> There's an S on this, though. This, this is Odie. Now you can do the S if you want. Come on, <laughs> Come on man. Rear Ripple. Go ahead and do the E. <laughs> there you go. It's not a specialty card, which makes me sad, but it is one of the greatest of all time. The Undertaker. What you going to say? Vacant? I was going to say vacant. Yeah. It's just a shadow. <laughs> Did you notice it's just a shadow? You cannot. It, that's why, that's why I thought like it was vacant. vacant. <laughs> Very interesting. Oh, my green card is um, not exciting at all. Dana Brooke. It's a beautiful Dana. card. I mean, I, I really like She's the, a multiple the champion. Name in there, the name writing and all that stuff, but the end of the day, um, nobody's all that excited about Dana Brooke. We have a prism, red, white, and blue of Julius Creed. I didn't know that NXT stars got red, white, and blue prisms. Apparently, they do. We no. have a prism, red, white, and blue. I'll send this directly to you, Smarks. T bar. T bar. Reports have it he's headed back to NXT under the Dominic Dijakovic. We have hey. a red, white, and blue. Of one of the most recognizable, fun characters of all time. Anybody want a peanut? Andre. Stop rhyming. I mean it. <laughs> Smarks, there may be some trades in your future. I think I have that one. But I'll trade. I'll trade for it. What? I'll have two of them. Well, <laughs> one can be sticky and one can't. Now a WWE Tag Team Champion. Yeah, now WWE Women's Tag Champion. Prismatic entrance. And I think that that entrance is iconic enough to easily be a prismatic entrance. Very well known. All right. I'm actually out of cards now, so next time I won't interrupt you, bud. I I am hoping, because there's a chance to get autograph cards or even gear swatch cards, and so I'm hoping. Ron Breaker signed card. So, let's do a fantasy booking. Well, here, that'll play into something I wanted to talk about. One other thing I wanted to talk about with WWE. This is my last WWE thing. And then we can talk fantasy booking, and then I've got some AEW stuff. Right? But this will play into it. Reports have it. That Triple H might listen to our show. Not really, but we'll pretend. He obviously uh, does. We have been saying for literally the entire length of this podcast, from day one, basically, that themed uh, pay-per-views need to not. be well need to be limited or done away with. And reports have it that Trips is planning on getting rid of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. That uh, he feels, which is what we feel, that uh, 
the better use of things like Hell in a Cell um, is, is for them to come along organically between two people where... And HBK who runs away from Undertaker. Yes. Which and is finally, the very first Hell in a Cell. And finally they're like, well, you won't be able to run away if we put you inside of a cell. Right? Not just a pay-per-view where you should be inside of a cell. Not just randomly, oh, it's the time of year we do the pay-per-view where we put people inside of a cell, so now we will do a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Um, that's and, and I think that is the way to do. So um, let's talk fantasy booking about fantasy booking what you would do with the Hell in a Cell match. Like, say you are Trips in charge of next year, and you decide you're not doing a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, you're going to use the Hell in a Cell as just a standalone match. What would you do with it? Where would you put it? What would you do? Well, based on the existing storylines, I think that's where I end up going with Brock and Bobby. I think that's a fantastic match for Brock and Bobby. Um... Where, where it has to end. Um, I'd love to... Actually, I think a really good place to put that would be Royal Rumble. So you have the two Rumble matches and then you have the, the one Hell in a Cell. Um, or maybe a couple title matches. But, um, you know, it pulls those two out of the Royal Rumble, which which is a good thing to do. I mean, oftentimes we were pulling people like The Undertaker out of the Royal Rumble because of feuds. Um so that it wasn't, you know, this is going to be an Undertaker's match. Um, Yokozuna was frequently not in the Royal Rumble because he was in a feud or a title match. Um, you know, there are some guys that, that you just think are foregone conclusions in the Royal Rumble, and that gives you some ability to not have that or to not have them in that match. Um, so that's the that's the one I would immediately do. Um which means I build that storyline long enough that those two can't have that feud. Um, the important piece to remember with this is that there is another cage match that needs to be moved off of its own pay-per-view, but used probably annually, like um, SummerSlam 2023 Elimination Chamber. And that is best set up when you have built up six, five, or four competitors to be title contenders and you just don't have a way to do it. I think TLC is fine. I think Money in the Bank is a wonderful pay-per-view. I know, Smarks, you disagree with me on this. Um, I think Extreme Rules is TLC, so I don't understand doing both of those. Um, but I like TLC as a pay-per-view. I love Money in the Bank as a pay-per-view, especially shortly after uh, WrestleMania, um, meaning that... It causes Royal Rumble to be your last chance to guarantee a WrestleMania spot, but your first chance to guarantee whatever spot you fucking want is Money in the Bank, and that's why I like that as the June or July uh, pay-per-view before SummerSlam. Um, but, yeah, what I do with Hell in a Cell is I just bring it out for grudges. Things that look, feel, um, there's a level of intensity that can be a Hell in a Cell. The best Hell in a Cell matches... Um, have always been not the ones that had a lot of people in them. So you could throw people off the top. Like the Rikishi match was not a great hell in a cell. The best hell in a cell. Okay. I'm boring the fuck out of you. I get it. The best. I told you the best hell in a cells have been ones where 
where there was a reason for Hell in a Cell, um, whether it was Mankind or Undertaker and Undertaker. Uh, the first one was because HBK kept running away. Um, the the Brock and Undertaker, uh, there was just a level of brutality that was in those. And those are the three I really think of, and they're all involved in the Undertaker. But at the end of the day, Triple H has the most winning re- or the winningest record in Hell of Cells, and so um, and that's because of his brutality, his cerebral abilities. So. Um, people thought that they were excluding the rest of the faction by doing so. That's what my thoughts are. I just, if I was going to give you a match to book soon, I would say sometime between now and up to in, and including WrestleMania, Brock versus Bobby of a feud that's existing right now. JLB. Um. Well, there is rumors that they're looking to do the Money in the Bank now, specifically at WrestleMania, as opposed to their own um, pay-per-view. That's what I was saying. It right. still does the and same I, thing that Fabe yeah. says. I think it it's okay your... as a pay-per-view. I just do. And it even adds to the whole what happens at the end. Will they cash in that night? You know what I mean? It adds even more. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason I don't more. have it at WrestleMania. That, that exact reason is the reason I don't have it at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, chances of them doing it, though, is very rare. But the fact that you can have that. Imagine a Money in the Bank opening up WrestleMania. You know what I mean? You're already going to be excited. Blah, blah, blah. What is arguably the biggest moment of the modern era, the current era of WWE? WrestleMania. Seth Seth cashing in. cashing in. Right. But he didn't win it that night. He didn't win it that night. But this gives you a chance to to tease that. Um, it I think also, you can tease it for a whole year, though. Uh, well, you can still tease it for a whole year. Not working again, good with theory. Again, uh, that's going to turn into Seth having that title. It'll be title versus. Title I think so too. Versus yeah. Ace. Um, Sorry, go on. Again, you you just make the rule that you have to cash in by the end of that night, so the person who has the previous one can still cash in. The only way that works is if you can cash it in through the end of the next WrestleMania so that you can have two cases there that night. Mm-hmm. And then Which you can have take, a cash in a on, cash the cash in, on a cash in. in. Yeah. Oh, well, anyways, back to JLB. Um, Cause you're talking hell on a cell. Right. So, Ideally, we get rid of Elimination Chamber, get rid of Hell in the Cell. Um, I think... I don't get rid of Elimination Chamber. I just use it in the right spots. No, well, but get I Get mean, rid of like it I, as a pay-per-view. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think... I, I think... I feel like Elimination Chamber is almost fitting for your last chance before the Rumble. Almost to kind of pick who gets the first... Whoever's in the Elimination Chamber. So Elimination Chamber, for instance, would be like at Survivor Series. A contender's match. A contender's match of who gets to be in the Rumble. Um, Ooh, I don't know. The, like six, the six in there, though. No, no, no. But who gets to pick their number in the Rumble oh, okay. is, what I, is what I'm kind of thinking of. So if you win it, you get to pick whatever number you want. Uh, if you don't, essentially, I don't know. You have... You can get between 1, 10, 15, and 20 or something. 
Or maybe like you get one, four, eight, and ten. So you'll be I think like that's what you do with Survivor world. Series still. I, I can see Smarks rolling his eyes because he wants to do that with Survivor Series. No. Um, so Elimination Chamber with that, I think good for Survivor Series. Hell in the Cell. I don't want to do anything more with WrestleMania because if we have money in the bank there, it's going to be overly too much Agreed. for WrestleMania. And then I think we take away. I do like the idea of obviously going back to the old school grudge matches as hell as what hell in the cell should be. Um, I, I guess maybe you make it, you make it something to do with SummerSlam because SummerSlam is usually when it does end feuds and then survivor series is more when it just kind of um, survivor series is really more kind of the beginning of certain feuds to an extent. Um, so and usually SummerSlam is the one that really just well, we don't know anymore what's going to happen because now there won't be any Raw and SmackDown per se, right? There's rumors that they're kind of going to get rid of that whole Raw versus SmackDown. Um, so depending on what Trips does with that, I think maybe doing Elimination Chamber, Survivor Series, uh, Contenders match to see who gets in the Rumble, um, SummerSlam. You do uh, some sort of grudge match. It only works with grudge matches. I don't want it for necessarily a championship, but I do want it for a well-built storyline. Because the best matches were never for championships at a Hell in the Cell. Mankind and Undertaker wasn't for a championship. Correct. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker wasn't for was a championship. For, was for a championship. It? Was for the world championship? Oh, Okay. Sorry, I, uh, I and I don't know. Like you don't the it's it's just too much. I n- never liked it having uh, them having it as a pay per view, as we all discussed prior, and agreeing that it's just way too much. The only one I liked was Money in the Bank, but now hearing with what they're gonna do at WrestleMania, putting the Money in the Bank there, I do like that as an idea. And potentially there being maybe even another contender, hence that whole Seth cashing in way back when, uh, just made it fun, just made it absolutely fun and made it a moment. Um, so that's what I would essentially do. Money in the Bank at Mania, I love it. Hell in the Cell at SummerSlam, and we do Elimination Chamber at Survivor Series. Well, to answer my own question here, um. I would get rid of the gimmick match themed pay-per-views except for Survivor Series. Um I don't think that's a gimmick match though. I don't well, but it is still a match type. The Survivor Series match is the 5 on 5 team match, right? It's 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 yeah, been but a that's, gimmick match. That's historic though. That's literally no, But what it is and I think this is what they're doing um they're going back to Survivor Series being the blow-off to major feuds, faction feuds, right? Um, so right now we've got the Bloodline, and then they're building up other teams or groups to, like, like um, they could have the Bloodline versus um, uh, the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day. Uh, you know... And there, it's still effectively Raw versus SmackDown, but it's still not, right? Because it's two teams. You can play off of that. Um, but the Money in the Bank ladder match, the Hell in a Cell, the um, uh, 
uh, uh, TLC matches, uh, the Elimination Chamber. Those all would go back to being special match types that could be pulled out at any time, right? Um, and I truly mean at any time. Yes, they could throw a, a Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania. Or, guess what? They could be like, hey, we currently don't have a women's Money in the Bank holder, right? Because so-and-so cashed in on... Blast Ooh, you could do it every time somebody cashes in. Yeah, since someone like cashed in, we've got we've got room for a new Money in the Bank holder. So at this year's Extreme Rules, we're going to do a Money in the Bank ladder match, right? Um, same thing with TLC. It goes back to being a match type that can be pulled out when a feud needs it, right? And it can go at any of the pay-per-views. There can be a Royal Rumble TLC match. You know, um, or whatever. Royal Rumble's another one that I think keeps its own pay-per-view. Um, That's what I because, mean. You can't, you can't remove Because of the way no it's way. set up. Um, sure. I bring back King of, King of the Ring as a pay-per-view. I bring it back as a all-in-one-night tournament. Is it what? All-in-one-night all tournament. Okay. Right? Not, not... The King of the Rings tournament matches. Well, you could have a qualifier, but you still have a tournament that night. Yeah, but the term, tournament is that night, which means the wrestlers that advance will wrestle multiple matches that night. Because I think that brings out a lot of intrigue, not just in a, you know, uh, can they make it through, but can they physically make it through? Uh, in the final match of the night, it's going to be two people who have already beaten two or three people before that night. Yeah, because right? if you have three King Kong Bundy 10-minute matches, King Kong Bundy isn't going to win in the third one. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so it brings back some exactly of this intrigue happened? and all of this stuff for no. for King of the Ring. Um, but that's that's kind of what I would do. And then um, fucking, we've got this. Uh, so we've got Royal Rumble. We've got two Saudi shows. We've got WrestleMania. Uh, we've got um, Survivor Series, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam. We've got. Um, I said we were keeping Extreme Rules because it's not a match type. That it's you know just whatever. That puts us at seven there. Uh, I I think we we bring back um, Starcade because oh yeah, King of the Ring we bring back and then Starcade. Um, put Starcade in December. Be the end of the year. Bash for the all star our all star game. Yes, it's you know all star game that puts you at nine. Then you can have two or three little great balls of fire in June. Yep, whatever, <laughs> whatever ones. Yeah, uh, backlash and great balls of fire. Great or you don't. Bash. Or you, you don't. Great. Or you just have nine time... pay per views. Here's yeah. the I I. I firmly believe that half of the reason AEW pay-per-views are so much more entertaining, A, they're, they're longer, and that can be polarizing, but B, they legitimately have two to three months to build up the storylines for them. I have your three pay-per-views, though. Go for it. Great American Bash, Halloween Cat Havoc, and Evolution. Oh, Evolution. That was one I was definitely made. So that puts us at eight there. Or at, 
and 12. If you did uh, Great 10. American Bash. Um, yeah, if you don't Halloween do Havoc, I do enjoy them keeping as an NXT one. Okay. Um, I, I, from a nostalgia purpose, I would love for them to bring it up as a thing. But they've done a good job with it as an NXT one. So, yeah. anyways. Don't, don't do Road Wild. Do not take Road <laughs> Wild or Hog Wild. Yeah. They can't do Hog Wild because did you hear? Did you hear why? Uh, WCW, WCW was only able to do one because did one. Harley Davidson sued him. Yep, Har- Har- Harley oh, really? Owners Group owns the trademark for HOG uh, in terms of of major things. So when they called it Hog Wild and then said it in Sturgis, Harley Davidson, which owns the rights for Harley Owners Group, uh Sued them, so then they changed it to. It also did not make them nearly as much money as. Um, it didn't. Uh, Eric Bischoff has been pretty firm on the fact that he still thought it was a net win in terms of publicity, um, even though it didn't make them much money. That it brought a lot more publicity because that was the the pay per view that they often brought out a lot of the celebrity matches, like the Dennis Rodman match and the the um, Carl Malone match, things like that. Um. Anyways, beside the point. Uh, don't also don't do sold out. Just right. don't. Nope. No. New, new, new world order. Uh, you can do bash new. at the beach. see. Um, which they've done a few times. You know. Uh, anyways, uh, real quickly, beach, I opened another pack because you know I'm ADH fucking. D. Yeah. So we start off with a Julius Creed. So I'm matching up with DA Fabe. A Carmelo Hayes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Love some mellow. A Cora Jade. A. Now known as. Shay Samuels. No, that's. Yeah, that's that's uh, Roxy, Roxanne Perez. No, uh, but the one that had her name changed that was uh, Casey Catanzaro. Oh yeah, Casey Catanzaro. An Ashton Smith, which I don't know, might be one of the ones released. I don't know. No. Uh, Von Wagner. I know you don't like him, but I think he's very entertaining. I I don't dislike him. I just know he's. Uh, does he even say on here? No. He's he's a legacy signing. He's son of someone. I don't remember who. Uh, Jack Stars. Oh, hey, there's another one. We had uh, we had the Rock's daughter show up on NXT last week. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Um, but here, let's finish these. Joaquin Wild. But he ADD'd. Yes, I AD. I I ADD'd that. I have eighty of them. 80 of them fuckers. Uh, Braun Breaker. Nice. You already have a Braun Breaker, no? Not in this brand. This bunch of them, so. Um, that's hard to read them sometimes. Edris Enof. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Maybe he's an Idris Elba fan. NXT UK Sam Gradwell. NXT UK interviewer Nina Samuels. 
a Bianca Belair. Hey. Gold card. Not. Uh, not, a gold card. not a gold champion. card. Uh, also, it's a black and gold card. Yeah. A, I mean, it is the EST of the card, all the cards he's got, though. A green rookie debut card for Fallon Henley. Also known as the butt card. And uh, a NXT all-time highlights... Charlotte Flair. Okay. She's coming back so, soon, yeah. no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, so, yes, Rock's daughter debuted um, on NXT. She delivered a very, very short promo. Uh, she debuted by revealing that she was the one in the red hoodie that had been helping out uh, Joe Gacy's uh, group. She's such schism yeah um schism or schism yeah and uh did you see her promo her interview as well i didn't see her interview i saw her little promo there um i've seen a lot of people online pissed that they didn't have her debut on the main roster and join the bloodline what Uh, no that there's a lot of people online pissed about it and that's a fucking horrible take it's way too green that's a really bad take on on what to do with her. Uh, yes, she's re- she's very green, right? I don't think people understand how green she is. She uh, has well, first of all, she has not wrestled on the main roster, not on the main roster on NXT TV yet at all, right? right. Um, Just attacked people. Yeah, she's attacked a few people, and that's it. She also has not spoken on NXT TV until this show. Right? Right. We literally know, in terms of storyline ways, we know zero about her. Zero. Right? Um, And I'm going to point out the last time, and this is because I want to hold ourselves accountable for this, the last time they took a second or third generation, or in the case of her, fourth generation wrestler, and debuted them immediately on the main roster, we got Dominic fucking Mysterio. And we've spent the last, what is it, two years now bitching about how horrible Dominic Mysterio is, right? No, I'm, I'm very glad already. she's in NXT. I'm also um, very glad around somebody who cut a hell of a promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the deal. Is we've, we've been complaining. And what's been our major complaint against Dominic Mysterio? That they didn't give him time to grow in NXT, to develop. That's what or NXT to be is for. Taught by people who aren't his dad. Yeah, that's I blame what Ryan. NXT is for. It's it's so people can come along and grow and learn <clears throat> and figure out through trial and error and through coaching from staff what works and what doesn't work. And Dominic is, to his credit, he's getting less horrible. Yeah, that's the first statement. Yeah, um, once you take him away from his dad, he gets less horrible. He gets less horrible. He, get, he take him away from his dad, and then uh, you have him start wrestling more like Eddie Guerrero. Um, and he's been able to build some considerable heat by saying that he's he's like the second coming of Eddie Guerrero. No, I'm better, right? Eddie Guerrero... <laughs> Was like it's the second coming of Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, first coming of Dominic Mysterio. 
Um, that bre- that bought a lot of heat, a lot of heat, for sure, right? For sure. Um, but again, that's something he could have developed with a couple years in NXT. So let's let Baby Rock Pebble, whatever we want to call her, fucking develop gravel. in Rocket. Yeah, uh, gravel. Gravel. <laughs> Sand. Yeah, sedimentary. Lime, limestone. It's a type of rock. limestone. Um, let Let's let her develop. I think she's got everything that she could possibly need to be a, a good one, to be a star. But let's fucking let her develop. Let's let her develop a character and a style down in NXT that she can then use uh, on the main roster um, instead of throwing her to the fucking wolves from the beginning. And honestly... Are you just trying I don't to get think... in that way? <laughs> and honestly, I don't think that you put her anywhere near. I f- like the fact that she's with the Schism group because um, they're kind of cryptic and so on. It's so different from what her dad was and everything like that. So set her apart. Set her apart completely. Don't make her part of the bloodline and all that because honestly... She's gonna have some major, huge freaking shoes to fill, That's especially with you know, like with Roman being as good as he is and The Rock being as good as he was. Um, he, I don't he, know. She I looks really like him. Poorly delivered but... gimmicks on the Rock line. The Pebble said, "If you smell or if you sniff what the Pebbles cooking." <laughs> God, if they start doing something like that, I'm swear to God, make it so bad that everybody's like, "Finally, the pebble has arrived in Houston." (laughs) And have her feel like she's really delivered her dad's lines. You're just like, Mm -hmm. no. Like I said, uh, I think I think this being with the schism will be good for her. I think the biggest thing is, well, that's what I say. This is. That that's a galaxy brain bad take to say we should put her straight to the main roster. No, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely not. That's fucking horrible. That's they should feel bad. They, they really shouldn't should have feel put, bad about themselves. Simply put, they shouldn't have put the Rock to the main roster immediately. No, people fucking hated the Rock for the first like year and a half. He was. He had roster. a shoulder breaker as a finisher. Yeah, when he was Rocky Maivia, you mean? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, when he bad. first when he when he first came out, he was Flex Kavanaugh. That's um, right. I don't uh, even remember that. Okay. And then he became Rocky Maivia. Um, and people hated him so much that there were Rocky sucks chants. Right. Back when it wasn't fun to do a certain person sucks, you know. Yeah. Back, right. these, yeah. These weren't you in good. In Kurt Angle. These weren't in good like fun. Like, this hey, let's sucked. say Rocky sucks. These were these were legitimately we hate him. Yeah. Uh, go he home. sucks. That's just Cody Rhodes. He. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard it called Cody Rhodes Heat. I've, I've heard it called. Yeah, I, I think Rhodes. I think uh, JLB is the only one who thinks of it's Cody Rhodes Heat. It's Cody Rhodes Heat. Um. So okay. So yeah, anyways, I one, do have a challenge. Okay, you have a challenge. So do your challenge, and then so, I want to talk some AEW stuff. So okay. So I, the challenge for me, as I was just 
enthralled in two different promos by the bloodline who I who I've been who I've intentionally been resisting enjoying. And I enjoyed sure. Friday night's promos so much. And I enjoyed the prior Monday's promos where where Paul Heyman was like, he's got these pins in his hand and, and <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Um, I'll go get the jet now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> just in an FYI, the jet. Uh, Every promo the last three weeks is just. Doesn't yeah. that <laughs> Logan Paul has revealed he legitimately does have pins in his hands? Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. So I just wanted to say it's. Oh, that's a legit and, thing. And yeah. you add to it that Jake Paul literally just beat. Georgia St. Pierre. Is it Georgia St. Pierre? Anderson Silva. Anderson, Anderson Silva. Silva. Sorry. sorry, Jesus. He, he Anderson beat an MMA fighter in a boxing a match. Washed up, a, a washed up MMA fighter in a in a boxing match. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, he he got decisioned beat. He didn't like. He knocked he him down. Still once. It's still a it's still a W. A win's a win's that. a win. Man. I'd love to see pro wrestling it, a, a brand the point out with a point system. It was a unanimous decision. Yes. It was, it was unanimous. All was rounds fun. went to him. And it was like 79 to 73. It was like, what the fuck, guy? Now, now so? here's here's what it comes down. He like DA Fame said, he beat a MMA guy who's past his prime and retired from MMA in a boxing match, right? Who's also um, 20 years younger than him. Yes. Uh, and almost almost any time. And this is this is the thing. You put an MMA guy against a boxer in a boxing match, the boxer is almost always going to be the victor. Correct. Right? Uh, you, you switch it up, though. Right, you put Silva a boxer. Has you put a boxer experience. in, but not against, like, serious boxers. Right? You put a boxer in an MMA match. And the MMA guy's going to win, right? You, and you know why? Because the training for the two things is completely different. In boxing, you're trained to put the hands up and protect the top here and wait for your shot to go in and do all this stuff. You put your hands up like this in MMA. They're going to shoot in on you take you They down. shoot in on take, take you down and suddenly you find yourself in, yeah, in grappling and in a key, key lock or... Uh, you know, uh, uh, cure food a clutch or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, you get fucking taken out, or you just get mounted and beat about the fucking head. You Ooh, know. By the fun. way, he's had he's had five bouts mm-hmm. in boxing. Anderson Silva. Yes. What's his record? Uh, that's a good question. Google did not tell me such thing. I will tell you in a second. Anyway, his record isn't good. <laughs> so. Yeah, because Anderson Silva was a was a striker, especially with his feet. Yeah, particularly with his feet. So, uh, moving forward. So, my challenge to you, the, the the reason I bring up the bloodline is I have had so much fun, more fun with Sami Zayn in the bloodline than I've ever had with Sami Zayn. Now, I know that JLB disagrees, and that's fine. That's not what this is about. It is the uh, the idea that there is a person who obviously does not fit. In a faction that is in a faction. And I want, I'm, I'm going to name random factions to you guys. And I want you to give me the person who obviously does not fit, why they don't obviously fit, and why they do fit. And I'm going to do that with five factions. 
Okay, so so I I need to you're gonna give a faction. I need to give a guy who fits in it and tell why. Who a guy who doesn't fit but will be in it and tell why. Oh, it doesn't fit. Who doesn't okay. fit. Oh, okay. so Sammy obviously does not fit in the bloodline uh, because he's not an Anawai. I knew so. Okay. Anawai. Okay. E. E. This should be relatively easy. You just have to find somebody who you're like ah, that person should not be in there. Okay. But Smarks will definitively overthink this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna come off screen. He's he's got a point. And your first faction is evolution. Come on with you. Evolution. Someone who does not fit in evolution. Why they don't fit, why they would fit. Why you would still put them in. Well, I mean, everyone could technically fit in evolution, it being the past, present, and future, though. Correct. But can you fit Barry Horowitz into the evolution? No. There you go. Try to make them from the same era, but you do not have to make them from the same era. Evolution, you can be any era because they can be past, present, and future. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name. Sorry, no. I have. I've, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm trying to remember his real name. I think it's Charles Wright. Godfather. Oh, I was Godfather. thinking of the Big Show. Oh, no, I was thinking not of big not show. Big Show. Paul Charles, okay, Charles Wright. Ray. Godfather. Which is because Paul White is Big Show without right. the R. Charles, Charles Wright, Wright is yes, the Godfather and Papa Shingo. And that is why he doesn't fit because he's not like. He wasn't the star of any past, present, or future. He was he was a bit player, but he also does fit because he is past, present, and at the time future. Because Fair he's at, had multiple characters, mm. so he'd be this weirdo who comes out in evolution, um, in a different character every time. You could be getting Godfather. You could be getting Papa Shango. You could be getting fucking uh, um, what was his name? Um, um, when he was in the Nation, um, was he in Nation? No. Yeah. Oh, who Godfather? Yeah. yeah. He was uh, Kamala. No, Kamala, Kamala was not Kamala. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so he comes out in whatever one at any given time. <laughs> That's kind of fair interesting, enough. actually. <laughs> That's fair enough. <clears throat> um, so I was thinking of the big show. Because um, he can't find tailored suits to fit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so, big slow. But he would always have like a split personality between his giant character and then his... Um, Attitude Era Big Show character. 
Um, WMD Big Show. WMD Big Show. I mean, if you want to make it a little more funny, he also, because of his like split personality, he also does his characters that he's done on like Waterboy with being the wrestler. Um, what the fuck was his name? Captain Who, Insano. Uh, Captain Insano. That's it. Who, by the way, reportedly will be a playable character on the AEW video game. What's well, nice. Yep. And um, since this was 2002, you could make it a whole thing that he is a second generation because Andre the Giant was his son. Jesus. Playing back to the rules of WCW when they made that like a thing for a bit. However, not all members of Evolution were second generations. This is true. In fact, only one of them was a generation. Only one of them was. Yeah, that's fair. So, all right. Next group. Since we've mentioned Paul Wright, or not Paul Wright, since we mentioned Charles Wright, let's go ahead and do Right to Censor. And quite frankly, Charles Wright literally was the guy that did not fit in that group. Austin. As was no, Val he definitely Venus. wasn't. As Valfinas. Yeah, Ivory was Neither the only fitting. Group, and Stephen Richards. Group. And Stephen Richards. Stevie Richards, rather. And Stevie Richards. It was really just good. a whole bunch of guys that supposedly turned a new leaf. Right. And Serena Deeb, because, you know. Okay, why? <laughs> because he would always, uh, essentially, they would he, he would agree to try and turn over a new leaf but every time he'd be mad he'd always flip the bird and his team would always get angry at him so it'd be like a good comical relief austin you're gonna go wrestle this guy oh he's a stupid son of a bitch no austin you can't say that what why not he's a why not right god <laughs> right and he would always they, make up a new word says, oh, hell. and they look at him oh, and his new finger yeah. would be the pinky <laughs> His new finger would be the pinky. I got two words for you. He pulls up the pinky. DX. (laughs) Oh, not to (laughs) try. I'm going to flip the bird. You see this pinky right here? I got two of them. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Mine's similar, but it's Sandman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because his his whole thing is gonna be like, oh man, you know, I'm I was, I'm trying so I'm trying so fucking hard. Ah, <laughs> fuck. Um, and then they'd set him up in a match, and he'd just bloody the person, and they'd be like, "Come on, we can't put that on TV." It's like, oh, I'm just, oh fuck, I'm just trying so fucking hard. And he drinks non-alcoholic <laughs> beer when he comes out. No, he'd be drinking regular beer, and they'd this be like, come on, man. Like he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. That other stuff just tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, guys. You know what? You know what? I'm trying so hard. And then he'd get in the match, and instead of wrestling, he'd pull out a Sim- Singapore cane and start beating the person and get disqualified. And be like, ah, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, I'm just trying so hard. Um, <laughs> I just uh, try so hard. Uh, uh, just just in a point point of reference, I actually have uh, 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 Anderson Silva's boxing record up here. Yeah, he, he won he three act- of his matches. 
Uh, yeah, he's, he's three and two. One of the, the losses, of course, Jake Paul. Um, right. He, he also uh, won against Tito Ortiz in Tito Ortiz' debut boxing match. Um, right. So Tito Ortiz, a washed-up MMA star. Washed-up <laughs> MMA star, right? Because um, that was he, in 2021, no? Um, yes, 2021. Right. Yeah. So he uh he beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Um, a washed up boxer. Yeah, a washed up that boxer. was three weights smaller than him. If mm-hmm. that's the case, and it was a split decision. <laughs> so <laughs> three rounds to three rounds, he just barely got the victory in the end. There. Right. Uh he uh won against Julio Cesar de Jesus, de Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I, I was so good through half of the name, and then I fucked. <laughs> Julio Cesar de Jesus, right in his debut match, right, um, and then he lost to Osmar Luis Texera, Texeria, um, in a uh, referee was it referee decision. Anyways, so. So yeah, he uh, you you in reality like two of his wins, not a legit boxer. Two of his wins are against debut fighters, and one of those was a washed-up former MMA guy. Um, so nine times out of ten, you, you put a boxer in there against an MMA guy, the boxer's gonna win in a boxing match. You put that same match together as an MMA match, the MMA person's gonna win. Right, so this was stacked in Jake Paul's favor. Right, this isn't trying to belittle Anderson Silva. This is just saying that that game was well, stacked. Well, I mean, if you just don't think it's all rigged, anyways. Ah, right? shoot. Ah, ah, shoot. Ah, ah pooby britches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes from so, now. In case people didn't know, Big JC helped Nirvana Gamer, uh, also known as Ambrosia, out a little bit there. Well, because of that, I'm going to open another pack, because now I'm flipped Disappointed. off. Disappointed. <laughs> get some fracking cards out. Fracking okay. cards. Yep. So we got A-Kid. In his which, which kid? A kid. Uh, this is this is his outfit before he came up with the weird outfit he now wears. I don't know much about him. Uh, Dante Chu. <laughs> Chen. Choo Chen. Chen. Dante Chen. I don't know anything about him. Who the fuck is him? Whoa! Up! Uh, up! Oh, oh, nope! Uh, I lost a point for a game you won't play. A game I don't play. Amelia McKenzie. So, so I'm gonna go ahead and just say uh, it gets extended for another minute because I messed up. No, um, no, no, okay. Well, that only ruins us, though. Yeah, too bad. You don't play that game. No, too bad. There has to be repercussions. To Th- your that's swearing. the repercussion. Is I have to go no, longer. No, it's not a repercussion. It sure is. Uh, Sacre bleu. Robert Stone. Swearing in French still counts. No, it doesn't. You don't know what it means. Neither does the majority of our audience. Ikemen Yiro. 
I, th- I think it's actually Jiro. It might be. I don't know. <laughs> he lost all hope after he said Jesus. Andre Chase, the leader of Chase Academy. My first duplicate, Io Shirai. Doobly duplicate. A rookie card for Nathan Frazier, which uh, he wrestled under his real name, Ben Carter, on AEW Dark, and I really wanted them to sign him because he's amazing. And How long ago was this? Uh, a year ago, and then he got signed to oh. NXT. Oh, shish kebab. Damn. Jordan Devlin, who I believe now wrestles under a generic... J.R. Yeah. J- J.D. Oh, Mc- it's J.D. McCullough. J.D. McCullough, yes. McDonough. 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 Um, Great wrestler, though. I don't care what his Brooks name is. He's Jensen. Brooks. Person who I believe returned to the ring tonight, Odyssey Jones. <sighs> Fat shaming over there, bud? No. He just does nothing for us. Uh, mm. Grayson Waller. I don't understand him being one of the six. I just don't. That's fine. Just one of the six. There's speculation that he's one of the the white yeah, six. Yeah, the white six. Oh, okay. A NXT Alexa Bliss card. Wait. Wasn't it Joe Gacy as one of the six? Not they they talked Waller? about Joe Gacy. Both of them were rumored to be. Oh, okay. um, and I don't. I do not think Joe Gacy is one of them because the schism is such a big storyline going on right now. Yes. <clears throat> on NXT TV, I don't think they are going to double that. Speaking of guys named Joe, I really want somebody to sign Joe Henry so I can get his tro- his video tra- trolling all the time and actually uh, understand why he's trolling the way he trolls. Yeah, he, he is actively on the Impact roster right now. One of the two big ones. Number three is fine. Uh, Oddly enough, in the same pack right. as I got his regular card, I get the Things gold variant yeah. of Andre Chase. Oh, we're frozen. Nah, I'm I'm not frozen. You're frozen. You're not and even then, <laughs> Let I it go. go. 2021 A-Kid UK highlights. Two A-Kids. Two yeah, A-Kids. two A kids in that, two, but two different ones. That one's a UK highlight yeah. one. So, but all right. Anyways, but we're ready for the next faction. Yes, your next faction, Million Dollar Club, Million Dollar Man's Group, which was a ragtag bunch of people who just took the money. A little harder to figure out somebody that doesn't fit into that group. I have mine, and I think Smarks will go the same way. I don't think I don't think I am. I might agree with you, but um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. 
The concept's the same. Yep. Go on. And with him, the concept would be, I mean, A, he's not a million-dollar person, right? No. Uh, He takes the money, and then every week is going to feature a vignette of him, or a vignette. It might be a vignette. We'll find out. (laughs) Of him uh, asking DiBiase for more. Like, oh, man, I just, um, I spend it all. What'd you buy? Um, like bubble two gum, fours. two by fours. <laughs> I got a lot of American flags. Then I stuck, I, I stick the bubble gum in between the two by fours to make myself a house. Listen, listen didn't have a hammer. I, I went to, to buy, buy a hammer now. I went to buy some bubble gum, and all I had was hundreds, <laughs> and they didn't have change, so I just told them to keep the change. <laughs> Rather than buy more bubble gum. <laughs> You you bought fifty cents worth of bubble gum, and you tipped him ninety nine dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Here, that, take more. Is that not <laughs> is that not good? Oh, <laughs> here's the more money. <laughs> you got a match with John Stud tonight. <laughs> you and him are going out oh. there. Oh. <laughs> All right, JLB. Um, who wouldn't fit? Bob Backlin. He is a heel, and a lot of the stuff he did say was true. You know, kids should stay in school. Kids should read the dictionaries. Kids should not focus their life on money all the time because money is the root to all evil. Be a better wrestler instead. So while he's in the group, he would uh, tell uh, Ted DiBiase that he needs money for his campaign to buy more dictionaries and buy books for the children. And when they disagree with him, he'll do his heelish stuff and wrestlers disagree with him and he'll rip the books as like uh, inside the, the ring or something and whatever have you. And Ted DiBiase finally gets angry at him and is like, but this isn't teaching anybody anything. You're, you have a price, but your price isn't to lure your money around over people. You are trying to teach people to be better humans. When in reality, you're wasting my money. Not to flaunt it because you got some, but to help people in the process. So I don't think Bob, Bob, Bob Backlund would work. In the million dollar man. And he's not over. Can you not hear me? I hear you, Sparks. I don't hear JLB. I wasn't talking. You were moving and I could hear your chair move. Well, I can hear him just fine, so I don't. That's weird. What do you mean? You can't hear me? I couldn't hear you for a second. That was weird. Oh, okay. What did you not? Basically, Thanks, Bob Backlund. Elon. Would... 
<laughs> Fuck, he's too focused on Twitter. Ah, he took you did it. The, the minutes were not over I really got to get a screenshot of that. You you cussed and the, the time wasn't over. The 10 minutes wasn't what, over. What? The time was over? You nope. said the time was over? Nope. I did not say the time was over. I oh, I guess we have to sort. just keep going. I guess yep. we just have so, to keep so going So we got to add another minute to it. <laughs> oh. Thanks a well, lot. Did somebody swear? Yeah. He didn't hear it. So technically no one swore. No, I heard it. <laughs> anyway. I'm pretty sure Ambrosia heard it. Third one. Or fourth, uh, fourth one, DX. Oh, by the way, mine was Macho Man Randy Savage. I think it just makes sense. Ooh, yeah. Right after their match. I, I also Man. thought uh, another good one would have been Hulk Hogan in full face uh, mode, uh, joining uh, the Million Dollar Foundation. Uh, and just every time he'd get money, he'd just donate it to charity. <laughs> Or steroids, and, and, uh, and that would just oh. that would just drive uh, Ted DiBiase just nuts. He'd be just he'd be just like, "What do you mean you gave it to charity?" Yeah, <laughs> there's a Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> Somebody wanted to meet John Cena. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that didn't. It wasn't there yet. All right, <laughs> um, DX, easy one. Pick somebody you just think needed to be DX. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Okay. <laughs> as, 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 oh, hey, is our time up then? Uh, fuck yeah, it is. It's okay. up now. So as, as stupid fucker Kurt Angle... <laughs> Yippee ki yay! Um, <laughs> maybe I was I was that thinking more uh, the the drink your milk and and be a good boy, Kurt Angle. Okay. When when they were all being like hey, rebellious, when he had hair, we can't be pointing to our crotches out here. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's up with that? That's 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 rude. I got two words for you. It's true. <laughs> Damn Sorry. true. Okay. Kurt Angle, I like it. Um, let's, while he's thinking, I Booker do not think I will be buying T. any more of these. The NXT ones? Yeah, no, it's a lot of nobodies. Well, and they're just not as high quality as the Prism. I get it. They're oh, not really? designed okay. to be, but they're just, uh, did you get them in a $5 bin? No. I miss they the were top's basically finest. The, the top's finest were really nice. Um, I wish I could find the AEW ones, but um, they're always sold out. I can't. I just haven't. I haven't found any place in the area that even stocks them, so I'd have to buy them online. But. So I'm I've gone to a couple card stores, and uh, every one that I've gone to, when I say AEW upper deck cards, they go. Uh, what? What? <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, Booker T. Booker T is what I'm going to go with. Because I definitely don't see Booker T being in DX. Um, triple Trips and uh, Sean would try to show him the way with being over um, 
extravagantly rude. But every time they would come to this catchphrase, he would always say his own catchphrase. Can you dig it, sucker? And when he says, I got two words for you, he'd be... Can you dig it, sucker? He, he would do that, but he would say, I got... I got I got two words for you, but he'd say it five times while he still does this five times. Five time world champion. And when they all say suck it, he does a spin Rooney because it's Booker T. And uh heck, why not? He can do a probably a good comedic role into it because he'll definitely uh, do his little quacky quack duck duck thing. That's fucking annoying, and I can't believe he brought it into NXT now. All right, very last one. Are you going to do cards? I'll do it after. Okay. Very <laughs> last one. One of the most famous clubs of all time. Not NWO, who would literally take anybody. But Bullet Club. Yeah, I was going to say, if you did NWO, it'd be really hard to find someone who wasn't in it at one point. The The Rock? Just yeah, The to... Rock. I mean, anyone in WWF. Uh, uh, Undertaker? <laughs> well, I mean, Stone Cold could have been in it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, but he could have. Yeah. The stunning Steve. Anyways. Um, well, I wasn't going to do the Four Horsemen, but I'm going to do Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Uh, clarification question. Uh, Which one? Any wrestler or just specifically... New Japan. No, any wrestler. Okay. Any wrestler and any rendition of the Bullet Club. Okay. I would like to know who the leader is in that one, though. Of which, which leader Bullet Club. What was Bullet Club's whole thing, essentially? Why New did they NWO. form together? They were New basically NWO. NWO. I mean, NWO. It, it started off, they were the, um, because this is, it started in New Japan, and they were the Gaijin uh, group. They were the uh, non-Japanese the foreign they were the sports entertainers um well not really Mm. that it was just like new japan had a long history of uh japanese wrestlers being the the stars and these were these were non-japanese uh wrestlers um who started making making a mark at it uh but they also i mean they were very heavily influenced by by nwo they were the outsiders who disrupted things they did things that were outside of what was considered acceptable in New Japan at the time when they first started. You know, like, ta- table spots weren't huge in New Japan. Um, uh, disqualifications by interference was not big in New Japan. The, the New Japan style was more of a matches actually finish, you know? And we have a right. winner and we have a loser. Um, and then uh, Bullet Club would come in and they'd do like kind of gang mentality. They'd gang up on people. They'd they'd cheat to win. They'd do a lot of that. Yeah. It, would be, it would be the equivalent of NWO in ROH. Yes. Um, and right. they were a heel faction that got really popular with uh, the world because we apparently like to cheer the heel factions. Anyways. Um Bullet Club. I'm 
I'm thinking Kenny Omega era Bullet Club with uh, Will Ospreay. Who at the time was an honorable wrestler. Mm-hmm. Honorable wrestler. But he also has never really gotten along with Kenny Omega. No. And so to have a person who openly does not get along with the leader of Bullet Club. Moves the needle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I was thinking Kenny Omega's version of Bullet Club and the person joining it would be Daniel Bryan because he would work good with the Bullet Club in terms of wrestling technique and so on. However, he would always be angry when they would try and help him win because he just simply doesn't need it. And that ultimately would build a feud between him versus uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega to ultimately see who becomes the leader of Bullet Club. I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'm going to say AJ Styles era Bullet Club. And I'm going to say Antonio Inoki. All about tradition. Yeah. The mm. guy who comes in and says, basically, he's the Eric Bischoff of it. I can see it. Okay. In terms of cards. Starting off, Blair Davenport. They could have chose a better picture, but, you know, whatever. Like those thighs, though. Jeez. I'm the <laughs> I'm the podcast pervert. Yeah, seriously. Yes, you are. It's my, don't take my job from me. By the way, only fans. Well, you weren't going to say um, that. I just had to do that. Caden Carter. She has an OnlyFans? No. I was just saying, you know, because you're the pervert, so we have to talk about OnlyFans oh, okay. uh, with you. Um. I'm just throwing out OnlyFans. Neither fans Rose has an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I'm an elected district attorney. As an elected fi- official, my job is to be the pervert. Zion <laughs> Quinn. Who? He's been on the next still go by that name? I don't know. Dave Mastiff. NXT <laughs> UK. Sorry. Also NXT Back UK. again. <laughs> T-Bone, not to be confused with T-Bar. With T-Bar. <laughs> Needs no introduction. Gigi. Speaking of podcast pervert. Here I am, here I am. How Sanga. do you do? Mark Andrews. Joe Coffee. Coffee. Coffee's music. Sorry. DA Fabe's favorite, Santos Escobar. Love that. Who fucking lost to fucking Hit Row. God damn it. The other member, JC Jane. JC Jane. Uh, 
Rampage Brown. Mm-hmm. A very rock tabulous version of Chad Wow. That's a. Uh... That was uh, Alpha Team, no? Or. Uh, yeah. When he um, was. Um... Mm. Ultimate Alpha, Alpha Team. Oh, yeah, you're you're on the right path, and I'm I'm totally blanking right now. So, um, we Alpha got, Academy. Alpha Academy is the current one. So. Oh. Uh, but NXT uh, 2.0 2021 highlights Imperium. Nice Imperium. And then a. I don't know exactly what edition chase card this is. Gold edition, maybe, of Io Shirai. Hey, you got two Eos. Yeah, but two different versions of it, so that's that's good. I, I only have a few doubles so far, which is interesting because there's 90 cards in this, and the entire set is only, what, 125 cards? Uh base so the doubles are coming so <laughs> so yeah it surprised me i don't have a ton of doubles anyways um that was the end of your challenge correct yep i mean okay. if you want to do four four horsemen i'll gladly do it but nope let's let's uh move on to <laughs> talking about AEW a bit because i want it i really yes. want it. um mjf do you think he's turning they no. They heavily, heavily hinted at it on last week's Dynamite. He uh, he went the entire show talking about how he didn't want help uh, to beat John Moxley. He specifically told uh, the firm not to not to hurt John Moxley. He wants John Moxley at one hundred and ten percent for their match at Full Gear. Do not interfere. Do not hurt. Um, after John Moxley's match versus Penta. Where John Moxley eked out a victory, uh, the firm came down and started attacking John Moxley, and then MJF came out and pulled them off John Moxley, and fired them, and then got attacked by them and got beat down by them and then power bombed through a table by them. Um, by the way, earlier he even promised he wasn't going to use the dynamite diamond ring. On because on Regal is at full gear, ladies and gentlemen. Still yeah. gonna be heel. That's um, what's happening. And so so here's the deal. I'm agreeing with you that it isn't a turn, but I do want to discuss how heavily they're pushing it as a turn and how many people think that he is turning face. Uh so much that like news sites like Fightful and and like bodyslam.net or whatever we're talking about how i think turning mjf face is a bad idea and all this stuff or oh i think it's a good idea because he's as over as fuck and everyone loves him or whatever i think it's too obvious though like they're pushing it too down your throat to for him to be kind of facey as opposed to usy kind of facey that it's just a swerve Kind of facey. He legitimately did the 100% babyface thing and came out to rescue the champion, the babyface thing. 
this is too much. This isn't him being kind of fake. Now, again, I agree. I think this is all going to be a swerve. It's going to be a few more weeks of him uh, doing the face stuff, playing the game, and then at full gear, he is going to win with help from the firm. Um, And say, I told you mm -hmm. that you couldn't beat me. Yes. I had a plan. You knew I was a scorpion when you let me on your back. <laughs> so, uh, but I at least wanted to talk about it, make sure we were all on the same page. He 100% is not turning face, right? No. I don't care no what way. you read. I don't care what you see. I don't care if Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp and David Bixabian all say, I'm hearing that he's listed his face on the roster right now. I don't, I don't fucking care. He is 150% still going to be heel by the end of For the sure. Um, But uh, I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page here because I've talked to some people and seen a lot of posts about a lot of people angry. They shouldn't turn him face. They're doing a horrible thing turning him face. It's bad. And I go, because they're not. They're not turning yeah, a face. They know. Exactly. It. But you tease. And I mean, he's still kind of healy, though, right? When he was talking to Renee, talking shit about John Moxley, mocking John Moxley. <laughs> you know, so he's still on the borderline between face and heel. And then he does something that's really face and he does something that's kind of really heel. I don't think he did a and... ton of heel stuff. But but here here's the thing is, right? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, Hulk Hogan was in action a heel for almost his entire career but he was a face but his in-ring work was heel work the entire time um but everyone calls him a baby face and treated him as a baby face so um but no what they're doing is they're doing a rick flair pretend i'm the good guy pretend i'm the stuff to lure you into a false sense, and then I'm going to fucking turn on you and bite you in the ass, right? That's what they're doing. Okay. We're on the same page there. I want to talk about CM Punk. Is he out, do you think? Or are they working us with the reports of him being out? I think he's out. I think he's out. Okay. Three of us on I this really do. all think he's out. Um, I feel like I, you're disappointed by us agreeing with nope. you. <laughs> No, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here because I see a lot of people talking yeah. about it being They're a They're thinking it's a swerve, really? They're thinking that it's a swerve. A, the longer this goes on and everything, now I think it's a swerve. Um, the, to to turn a phrase, they're they're being very JLB about this. Um, it's a fuck? work. It's a work the whole time. <laughs> Everything's a fucking work. I mean, I was gonna say if I want to play devil's advocate here. Um, you know, the whole scrum thing to me was a bit... Oh, hold on, hold on, I got a call here. Yes, Satan? You don't want JLB to be your advocate? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I just got a text, right. same thing. He, yeah, he, don't, he doesn't want you to advocate for it. No, not at he all. No. All right, fair enough. Julie noted. He says, so, um, <laughs> fuck JLB, uh, tell him to shut his big fat trap. Okay. Keanu Reeves did a better job in the movie anyways, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so 
the fact that Tony Khan let that media scrum go the way that it did without stopping, though, was a bit fishy for to me. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that he just let CM Punk go on and go on and go on. Oh, can I can I get the water too after CM Punk when you're when you're done the beers or whatever the fuck it was when you're uh, done? Like, it, in that retrospect, I could see them kind of doing a work, but like, I don't know, man. I see CM Punk being too much of an ass jack to really. I, fucking... I seem to remember when I went on a whole rant about how. Uh, uh, Tony Khan should have put on his big boy pants and stopped that. You defending him for sitting there and not doing anything. So I don't think I defended him. I don't think that's true. That does not sound like me. Oh, it, it pretty much is true. It's what happened. But you know, it's, I, it's not what it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'll go I was, back. I was the only You're one. On. I was the only one who thought. That he should have stopped it and should have. Hold on. I don't know that I said he shouldn't have. I just, my thought process would have been. uh, When was the media scrum? I'm going to look at the I don't know. When was fucking all out? (laughs) That's fair. My guess is that he was just like, what the fuck? It would have been right after. Yeah, exactly. All out. did it that night. So if if you find when all out was, the media scrum was after All Out. That's why Thank it was you. called the All Out Media Scrum. So, um, anyways, but we're moving on because it's fine. Um, it's, it's, he's 100% out. He's, he's being bought out of his contract. Um, For sure. And uh, I've seen reports recently that basically say, I think, um, who was it? It was the guy he called out at, on during the thing he he pulled it uh nick hausman he pointed out nick hausman and uh tried to call him out on things and nick hausman was like i'm i wasn't a part of any of that shit um oh okay never mind uh but anyways uh nick hausman's reporting that he's hearing that uh cm punk's probably done with wrestling again we're not gonna see him on another show it doesn't matter whether he's got a no compete or not he's gonna take the payout and he's going to go off to Hollywood because he's got inroads through the uh, uh, stars show heels with Stephen Amell that uh, has set him up to potentially start doing more acting. And that's not about money because he's going to have a shit ton of money from the buyout. So he's out. Um, in relation to that, we haven't had a chance to talk about the elite promo. I say promo, the elite package, the elite video that aired during Dynamite last week. Right. Um, Where uh, they showed clips from the original uh, press conference announcing it and from matches during the first year. And even from being the elite when they first unveiled the AEW logo and that they were doing a double or nothing, a pay-per-view. And then had them all basically Thanos away um, in those. Uh, and then the last one showed the AEW logo and then the E Thanos away and then the whole logo Thanos away. Um, and so do we think the Elite's coming back soon? And what do we think they're doing? Like, what what do you think that's really hinting at? 
Or is it hinting at a program, or is it just hinting at, I don't know, playing into things? What well, I mean, it's got to be them coming back, no? Um, why else would you do it? I mean, them disappearing could be alluding to, hey, we were gone for a while. Um, well, that's a promo. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's a promo, and I think they're going to end up being a heel faction kind of FAEW for what they did. They didn't take our side. So now we're here to ruin. Um, now we're here to ruin AEW, so to speak. And I could even see maybe them doing like a ROH versus AEW. They all go to ROH or something and they make it like a thing where they want to destroy AEW or something. I don't know. Moving them to ROH in, in this capacity is not a bad move. It makes them say, and especially too, for TV deal, we're honorable enough for this. Yeah, we that's do it. the honorable thing. Especially when their TV deal is going to come up in 2023, um, and having those people as ROH stars for the first few things, them going against AEW, I think that would be uh, pretty cool. I I think I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go to the Ring of Honor. Uh, brand per se um, I think they're going to come back but I do think they're going to be like you said the heel faction uh, their whole gimmick I think is going to be lording over the elite we are the elite we are the E in this company this company wouldn't exist without us um, potentially even being sort of a bullet club in AEW coming in and exerting their control. Um, maybe even playing in a, a power struggle. Like, we're executive vice presidents, right? Uh, Tony Khan might be the owner, but we have power, and we're going to start using it. And start throwing their weight around that way. Um, an important, interesting thing, though, uh, in the AEW promo with the Thanos thing away, Hangman Page Thanos away with them. Mm. So do we think Hangman is going back to the Elite? Now, Hangman's out currently recovering from that horrible, horrible concussion. So it might not be a while before we come, he comes back. But when he does, do we think he's going to be on Elite side or anti-Elite? I I almost feel like maybe they did that promo before Hangman got injured, perhaps. But I think it's more of the message of you got rid of the elite in all elite kind they of had, all elite wrestling. They had right? a week and a half to change it, even if they did it before. No, that's fair. So That's fair. But I, I think it's more just alluding to the message of you got rid of the whole group that started your your show. You got rid of the elite in all elite wrestling kind of thing. And Hangman, when he started, was part of the elite and so on. So it's more of the message of you got rid of all of us and now, I don't know, you got rid of all of us. Um, now we're going to get rid of you kind of thing or something. 
There's nothing. It's nothing without us. Because what was the messages that were? It was basically just stuff that they had said previously, uh, yeah. from wrestling promos and so on. Yeah, right? It was. It was just like them announcing all elite wrestling, and then it, they disappeared. I mean, there was nothing in it that was specifically targeted at people because it was all just right. like we're gonna bring in the elite wrestlers. Then they disappear. And then it was like uh, th- the match where Hangman Page and Kenny Omega won the tag championships. And then they Thanos away. And then it was all of the elite standing in the ring together. And then they Thanos away. Yeah, and nice. then it's uh, Kenny Omega standing there with Don Callis holding up the AEW championship. And then he Thanos is away. And then it was a picture of, of them all when from being the elite when they all got their text messages. Uh, that said um, uh, double or nothing and then uh, Hangman Page got the text message that said AEW on it and then they Thanos away right so there's nothing specifically aimed at any person um, because again this isn't a a planned storyline that they planned three years ago before they launched AEW right? right so they just had to pick and choose from what they had fair so what are you thinking um i'm thinking like i said that they're gonna come back they're gonna be the heel faction uh i think uh, they're gonna throw their weight around and they're going to try to exert some control and that we're going to have a storyline of effectively the nwo the elite trying to run the place and then the uh aew um non-elite originals trying to defend it from them sort of a thing effectively i think they're pivoting the storyline from cm punk because i talked about the storyline that it looked like they were doing the cm punk invaders versus the all elite originals sort of a thing that now instead they put the elite versus the people who were not part of the elite that were brought in right um that's what I think. Fair enough, yeah, and I and and that's why I think ROH works perfectly into that because you have Jericho, who's the champion. You have Daniel Bryan, maybe potentially going to be a champion if he beats Garcia. If they do anything there, um, who else? You have? Uh, don't you have another XWWE guy in uh, ROH? Samoa Joe. No, Samoa Joe. So I don't know. I if feel he like wins uh, Brian Cage. That is Brian Cage oh, is challenging okay. tomorrow night or tonight for tonight. Now it's tonight for sure. It is yeah. now tonight. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious though to see how they do it, but I imagine it would be kind of a heel uh, a heel thing like that where uh, they're going against the company. The company that they created essentially turned their back on them, and then they're going to go full fledged heel, maybe even <laughs> Bullet Club esque, if you will, kind of like NWO. <coughs> so, Fabe, along the same lines, I guess. Yeah, I was there. I was there before. Yep. So, um, then the last one that I wanted to talk about, we'll find out in, I don't know, whatever it is, 17 hours from now whatever it is um uh the current ring of honor world champion chris jericho the wizard the ocho the ocho announced last week that he um 
He is going to defend this, and he's going to destroy Ring of Honor. And by doing that, he's going to defend this against a Ring of Honor champ. So the question is, who do you think the Ring of Honor champion that they're going to bring in this week to face and most likely lose to Chris Jericho? Now, keep in mind, they've got former Ring of Honor world champions on the roster right now. Like Roosh, like Matt Taven, who just got signed, like Jay Lethal, like Christopher Daniels, like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Adam Cole doesn't work. He's yep. still under concussion protocol. Uh, he could clear that at any time. That's that's beside the point. Uh, Jay Briscoe is a former world champion, and they do have them under Ring of Honor contract, the Briscoes. Um. Uh, Davey Richards is not under AEW contract, but he is potentially available. Um, <laughs> Austin Aries is technically available. Please don't be him. Uh, <laughs> it's all the work and it's CM Punk. Jerry Lynn is uh, <laughs> technically available because he works backstage, but he did just get pile driven onto the Ring of Honor Championship. Um, Malachi Black is available. Uh, yeah, Nigel McGuinness. Was he a champion though in ROH? Um, I'm, Tyler. I, I'm, what was his uh, name before? Um, Tyler Black was Seth. Tyler Black no. was Seth. He he was Tommy End, but I don't know if he was Tommy ever Ring of Honor. I don't see him on the Ring of Honor Championship list. So okay. Samoa Joe can make um, sense though. Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Jonathan Gresham is an option. Brian Danielson is an option. Maybe Tony uh, Khan was about to talk to him, I, finally spoke with him. I mentioned Nigel <laughs> McGuinness, who is no longer under WWE contract. He also has not been cleared to wrestle for a long time. Um, but, you know, WWE doctors, they never clear people to wrestle. Yeah, so... Um, so, so I'm sorry, Nigel McGuinness is an exceptional commentator, so you leave him as a commentator if you can. Yeah, but I'm saying he's a potential option. Low-key is out there on the indie circuit and was the inaugural champion uh if you really wanted to throw this whole um sports entertainer beating ring of honor champions beating the original one the inaugural one is not a bad bad that would really yeah um i see it i see it as a take the low road so i don't think it's brian danielson um, one, that's kind of my thing. Uh, oh, Claudio Casanoli is also one, but he just beat him for I, it. I, I again see him as <clears throat> this is a take the low road. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Im- importantly, uh, whoever does get thrown is going to lose to Jericho. Right. Uh, and that's why I, I see it as yeah. a take the low road. The easiest path possible in Jericho's mind to mm-hmm. do so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can even bring in Loki for a one-off thing. That's why I think Loki is is a potential. You know what I mean? Technically, that, right now they have the rights to CM Punk's name. He could say it's CM Punk, and then not have CM Punk show up. See, he's, uh, it's just he's a, a lawsuit coward. waiting to happen, bro. Uh James they Gibson. Have the rights to his likeness. James Gibson, uh, also known as Jamie Noble, 
is a former champion. Uh not not gonna not gonna be wrestling, but I just I'm just pointing out he's an option. I think uh, Loki is honestly he's the first champion that just speaks volumes. Homicide's a former champion and also would be someone that could lose and it wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah. Um you know, I I I point out Roderick Strong is technically a former champion, but as far as we know, he is still signed to NXT, although we haven't seen him in fucking forever. So, um, maybe he was silently let go. It, we <laughs> we cannot one hundred percent say that he wasn't, but I I think it's doubtful. But but so um. You know, Adam it's Cole, also the option to have it be one of the side championships. That is so indeed an option to think percent. about. Oh, know. he didn't mention that it was World? I, he, he specifically he said, said former, ROH champion. former ROH champion, which does oh, open Jesus. it up to, to one of those other ones. Um, okay. But um, I, I will point out Bandito is also a former World champion and did just, just get signed to... Uh, to AEW, uh, but he PCO, just don't me and Bandito Roosh. Yeah, PCO is a former champion, <clears throat> and could easily lose to easy phone call. Yep. Um, uh, he did. Uh, we did recently have Dalton Castle on AEW. He's a former champion uh, who is currently unsigned. I don't fucking know why. Wait a minute. Did Jericho? say this like does he know who the person is uh i don't know given i don't i i'm trying to remember he might have listed as an open challenge to any ring of honor champion Um, oh okay that made that makes sense okay so uh because if he said it gives the room for no 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 no, no, not you i have somebody else coming Mm -hmm. Mm. but um but let's just, for the sake of argument, say um, it could be for one of the other Ring of Honor single men's singles. Hell, you can do it as a tag team person. Yeah, but I'm gonna for, just for sake of argument say men's singles, right? Uh, so the uh, Ring of Honor television champion is currently Samoa Joe. But Minoru Suzuki is the previous one. It won't be Minoru uh, Suzuki. <laughs> uh, Rhett Titus is a previous one. Dalton Castle. Dragon Lee is a... Tony Deppen. Uh, uh, is an option. Tracy Williams is an option. Uh, Shane Taylor, who is a free agent. Um, Jeff Cobb, who has appeared on Ring of Honor, I or, or AEW. That, I, I don't think know. so. Uh, uh, it's not going to be Punishment Martinez. No, nope, Davey <laughs> um, won't be there. It could be Silas Young. I doubt it, but it could be. Could be Kenny King. That's a maybe. That'd be a hell of a signing for AEW, but I don't know that. I don't know that it. it comes across as an obvious win for Jericho. Was uh, Kenny Omega a champion in ROH? Not world I'm champion. I'm not talking about Kenny. He wasn't world champion? Nope. He's, 
Yeah, I don't think he's been a TV champion in ROH. I don't believe so on that either. I'm just looking here to be certain. No, it does champions. not look like he... I don't know if he ever... But he was mostly a New Japan guy who occasionally appeared on Ring of Honor. ROH, okay. Uh, Kushida is a former television champion. Uh, oh. Currently signed to New Japan, which they do have a working relationship with. I feel like that would be more for a pay-per-view if they even do do something like that. What though. a gift to have a chance to see Kushida again. Oh, yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. I'd love it. Uh, uh, Marty Skrull. I don't want to see him on I, my TV. I don't but... think that they hire. Yeah. A uh, William Peter Charles Osprey. Ooh. It won't happen. You'll see no. it as a threat. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is his idea. It's gonna be somebody who he doesn't see as a threat. It will not be if Bobby a Fish. Williams. If there's a Petey Williams in here, that's the chance. It will not be Robert Anthony Fish. That's for certain. Um, no, definitely not. Tomohiro Ishii, like on fire. Yeah, he lit. He he put poured gasoline in. Uh, Tomohiro yeah. Ishii is a former champion. I'm sold on it being low key, man. If he's still wrestling, first inaugural champion. Ooh, maybe let's. Maybe he convinces El Generico to come out of retirement. (laughs) Uh, That would be hilarious. You know that that's not hard to do. You just have to have somebody kind of wrestle, like Sammy, like El Generico. Mm, (laughs) Why would he Um, wrestle like Sammy? Because well, they kind of have moves. this similar. Sammy stole his moves. He stole yeah. the his entire move set of El Generico. He just Sammy changed. Just it. It. Oh, you're talking Sammy Zane. Yeah, so he just Sammy changed Zane. it from from the yakuza kick to the mafia kick or whatever. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. Uh, Eddie Edwards was the inaugural Ring of Honor uh, television champion. Not and, a chance in hell he's gonna, uh, he goes up against Eddie Edwards. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean. He's still actively wrestling, though. And seems so, like a threat. Comes across as a threat. Uh, Ring of Honor pure champion. There's This is a lot shorter of a list, right? Uh, Daniel Garcia. It, this could be one of those swerve things where the finger poke of doom sort of moment. With Daniel oh, yeah. Garcia. An ROH yeah. champion, and I'm going to put him to rest. Yeah, I'm going to put him to rest as he challenges for this. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. Former Ring of Honor Pure. Josh Woods recently signed to AEW. Uh, we mentioned Jonathan Gresham before, Ryan Danielson before, Nigel McGinnis before, Sammy uh, Joe before, Jay Lethal before. John Walters, who still apparently wrestles under the name RJ Brewer. I don't know him. Uh, Doug Williams. And AJ Styles, it's not going to be so. In terms of pure wrestling champion, there's none that's going to happen. Um, they could open it up to tags and be like, okay, well, we'll be one of FTR. <laughs> um, we mentioned Jay Briscoe, but they could just beat Mark Briscoe and say he's a former tag champion. Uh, Matt Taven and, and Mike Bennett both recently got signed. And they're there it is. former tag champions. One of those two. Uh, Dragon Lee or Kenny King, we've mentioned both before. Uh, uh, Dirty Chris Dickinson 
is a wrestler who's currently wrestling for uh, Game Changer, GCW, or Homicide. Uh, Tracy Williams or Rhett Titus, we mentioned them before. Um, da, da, da. Uh, it's not going to be Gorillas of Destiny. That's for certain. Right? No. Uh, Brody King uh, was a tag champion with PCO. I see it. PCO is an option. PCO is a potential. I, I, I see a lot of things. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns are, are Motor City Machine Guns are prior uh, tag. I don't know. I don't. Runner. I don't think he sees Saban or uh, or Alex Shelley as a as a non threat. It has to be somebody he thinks is a non threat. Uh, the Hardys are former tag champions. Jeff Hardy, the Young Bucks. Uh, the the Addiction, back. which was Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, could be either of those. And, and I think he's more likely to see them as non-threats than the ones yeah. you've seen so far. It is not going to be War Machine. No. Nope. Um, nope. We've already mentioned Kylo Riley before. Um, we've already mentioned Eddie Edwards or Davey Richards. Uh, it could be Rocky Romero. He has a wrestling a relationship with AEW. Uh, and Enjoy the watch. Uh Alex Kozlov has retired, so probably not. Um, Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, but if I'm correct, uh, he's might still be in creative for Impact Wrestling. Uh, Steve Carino. Semi-retired, so I don't know. He's currently a trainer for NXT, so it's probably not going to be him. Uh, Charlie Haas uh, is a former tag team champion. Uh, it's not going to be Shelton Benjamin, uh, his tag partner, though. So um, Charlie Haas might be a good move there. Uh, Chris Hero. He partnered with Claudio Castagnoli to be Kings of Wrestling, so it could be Chris Hero. Um could be uh, Shingo. Shingo Takagi. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm saying it could be. I'm not saying it's going to be, but it's definitely an option. Uh, Matt Seidel, what we mentioned before, he's a former champion. That might be it, too. He might see Matt Seidel as a non-threat. Uh, Tony Mamaluke uh, is, is a former tag champion. Uh, I wish there was a Rockstar Spud or a Petey Williams size guy. B BJ Whitmer. Marco uh, Stunt. <laughs> I wish I wish that he had been on a tag team that won it. Rocky Romero's not particularly big, so that that's a potential. Yeah, but he's uh, still a solid performer. Colt Cabana is on multiple lists. I don't see that um, being it either. I really like the idea of it being somebody who can't go right now. Adam Cole. Cole uh, uh, Amazing Steve Red Monk. is a former tag champion. That's a fun one. So... Um, and then trios champions are going to have a lot of the same names. 
yeah. uh, Dalton Castle and the boys. He technically he could be one of the boys. There you go. You know, just I'm laying it to rest. Con uh, used to be a member of Shane Taylor Promotions, so uh, it could be Con. Uh, Ray Horace, Lamito, um, <laughs> TK O'Ryan. Um, just going through. There haven't been as many trios champions, so I just I want Samoa Joe's music to play and him to be like, no, 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 you're a current ROH champion. You don't count. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, technically, he could uh, wrestle Mercedes Martinez. There you go. Well, and, and so he says to Joe, you're a current one, you don't count. And then Brian Danielson comes out and he goes, no, 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 no. No, you're signed to AEW. That doesn't count. Yeah. Um, Technically, Deanna Perrazzo is a former Ring of Honor champion. So, you know, not that I think that's going to happen, but, you know. Um, technically, Bandito is a survival of the fittest champion, and Alex Zane is an honor rumble champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I just mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be minimalist. I like the idea of El Generico though, because then you can just have anybody come in. That's literally the name El Generico in the El Generico mask. I wonder if Sami Zayn. That is obviously not Sami Zayn. I wonder. Sami Zayn might have a trademark. It'd be interesting to find out. I mean, really you know, just like to be a idea. dick. Like, hey, I'm going to trademark this name. You know? Yeah. Because that's the only connection he has. Uh, really quickly, going to go through my last pack. Windy. Windy Chu in the middle of her sleeper move. Wild boar. He is a wild boar. Um, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. Did not go up in L. Uh... Is that Electro Lopez? Yes, Electro Lopez. Did not get to go up. She had to stay behind. Trent Seven. Couldn't get a focus. Flash Morgan Webster. Zoe Stark. It's a fun card. I know you don't like her, but it's a fun card. Saray. Danny Luna. Another member of Legado del Fantasma. 
Cruz del Toro. I'm I'm gonna assume it's pronounced Amale. Not Amol. Maybe Amol. <laughs> I don't know. Rounding out the tag team, Katana Chance. Go with my Caden Carter. You already had a Katana Chance, didn't you? Nope, I had a Caden Carter. But not a Katana. I had a, a... Nope. A Bailey. My Bailey booties. Green card Buddies. is a Brutus Creed to match up with my regular Julius Creed. And my NXT 2021 highlight Finn Balor. Boy, you're excited about that one. That's a good one. I am disappointed that I didn't get one of the autograph cards or one of the uh, blaster exclusive memorabilia cards. But, you know. How many do you have more to go, though? That was the last pack. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did not get one of those. I was robbed. Blind. Yeah. Anywho's. Uh, but on that note, we've got about an hour longer than we normally do. I think that uh, helps Makes make up, up for us. For us. Yep. No games tonight. Yep, no real games. We're just gonna. We're gonna the game is gonna be: Can I fall asleep in time before my alarm goes off for me to go to work tomorrow? God, it's almost three in the morning here. Jesus. Midnight, yes. chilling at a.m. p.m. Cool and drinking apple juice. Anyways, um. Please, yeah. I need medication. I I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping <laughs> things up for uh, this episode of both WBU and FBI. Together as one. Uh, but we're going to wrap up and close the book. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I mentioned before, if uh, you are not following us on Twitch, make sure to follow us on Twitch because... That's where you get to participate with the live stream. You get to watch and chat along and, and all that stuff. Um, if you are a Amazon Prime member, you can even subscribe to us for free. Help us out that way. You can also help us out by hitting up the merch store, getting something. We got actually two of them, so you can choose which one. Yeah. Something like the Piss Ant Podcast hat or a Seth Franklin Rollins shirt or um, the Nebraska America's Belly Button shirt. I'm particularly proud of that one. It's a lot of um, fun. Um, or uh, the autograph shirt, like I have behind me there. If you're going to a meet and greet and you have a chance to get some autographs, that shirt's a wonderful way. I'm so happy with that shirt. Um, so are the wrestlers. Yeah, they loved it. They fucking loved it. So, um, but yeah, a, a great way to get some autographs on a shirt and have a. I'm gonna try to. I'm going to try to get that uh, just in case I go to Elimination Chamber. At least I'll have it prepared. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to spend the money to be on the floor? The not the meet? floor. Not the I fucking floor. Know. Whatever. You're going to get a meet and greet if you're not on the floor, bud. I stalk them before the show and say, hey, sign my shirt. 
yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Um, anyways, uh, no, seriously, good luck with it. You know, if you're gonna get it, go, go for it, man, man. Um, but you can support us that way. You can support us, support us in other ways by throwing some bits our way or subscribing to us, all of that stuff. Uh, there's even a way you can just, just, you know, send us a tip. Here, here's a buck or two. Bitties. Toss our ways. Uh, to help keep this thing going, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time for us to do this. Uh, three hours and one minute and 26 seconds, um, to, to be, be precise exact. today. <laughs> uh, so far, it's going up. 32 33 stop and it's um and so so <laughs> it, t- <laughs> it t- takes a lot of work to to keep this going and a lot of work to pay for medication to keep me focused which is clearly not working focused. i don't have it that's why i don't have it i need it first i need to see the doctor and the doctor has oh to go God. like this and go you need this much medication. And then I go, okay. Close the cast. Um, you're the one who brought it up. <laughs> I know, and I'm sorry. Anyways, um, but that's a, a great way to support us in one of those ways. Uh, whatever you can do helps. But like I said, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on uh, YouTube and everything. Uh, you can follow uh, me pretty much anywhere at Raw and Order WBU, except on Facebook, where it's at Pissant Podcast because reasons. Um, in fact, uh, that at Raw and Order WBU is the new uh, YouTube handle. So you can find us on YouTube at Raw and Order WBU. We post replays of this on YouTube, so it's a great way to watch it if you can't be on the live stream. Um, but uh, we highly recommend you come to the live stream. You can follow DA Fabe at. The DA Vincent K. Fabe, and uh, I also take tips in Ambien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the JLB on here. Yeah. JLB shut his fucking camera off like a fucking new. Bam. Oh, there. look at you that. You can follow JLB at. Oh, almost. Uh, JLB on twitch.tv slash JLB TLC 25. Got me the new Modern Warfare 2. Uh, so I am playing the campaign and uh, I'm really slow. So, uh, you know, uh, please feel free to help me out with the game. And, uh, you know, I would love your support there twitch.tv slash jlbtlc25 i video game and that's what i do uh for the rest of the stuff it is down below uh i have watched a few movies so i'm going to be reviewing those uh shortly and uh yeah that's pretty much it back to you good sir boom boom sometimes see video games with tetris so don't let him try and convince you that he's like a real gamer video games Modern Warfare 2 is a legit game that came out. I understand. I was just referring to and and also Tetris and Scrabble, Scrabble, and their games. Was it Jeopardy? Hey, what's wrong with Jeopardy? Knowledge is always power. Knowledge is fine. Everything we are familiar with knowledge. We live in Nebraska, where the N on our helmets is for knowledge. Yeah, N for knowledge. A lot of tough. He didn't um, get it. He didn't I got it. it. And for knowledge, it starts with a K. I fucking got it. Let's you fucking end this cast. Um, anyways, uh, yes. <laughs> but make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We're going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit and the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, thank yeah. you all for joining us. Never again. We'll see 
you soon. On Sunday.